Welcome to From the Ground Up, where we talk to reptile keepers and breeders about all things cold-blooded. Sit back and have a beer with us. Well, some of you are driving. If you're driving, keep your hands tended to and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to From the Ground Up podcast. This week is just going to be us two. <laughs> it's something that we've needed to do for quite a while, but now we're doing it. So, and I know Melissa doesn't really like doing the solo podcast. I don't at all. But we need to update you guys eventually. Yeah, it's just not as interesting. I don't get to learn new stuff. Yeah, I agree with that. But <laughs> I guess at least people don't hate listening to us talk, even if it's just us. Okay. Even though it's not as eventful for us. Yeah, it's boring. It's us now. Like, it's weird. It's us just sitting in our room. It feels that much more like that. When you say it like that. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's us just talking into this computer. Like, for... yeah. We're not. I don't know. It's all <laughs> it weird. It's weird. It feels weird. different. We haven't done this in a while. So, portcitypythons.com. We'll just go right into that. That's the end. No, I was going to do the beginning. We say in the beginning as well. Uh, we have t-shirts available, and we we were just going to skip all over that. No, but we say we have t-shirts available, all that, but the where to find us is at the end. This is so bad. No, Please yeah. Please all right, go. yeah, screw it. You guys know what to do. There's t-shirts available, animals available, whatever. You know what you're doing. But I thought it was interesting because I think it was either Eric or Matt who mentioned it at Tinley, and... You know, when I first made the podcast, the podcast was meant to be like me starting my reptile business or like, you know, our journey from going from nothing to full time reptile. No, that was someone commented that somewhere. I read it. What? It couldn't have been Eric or Matt. Cause, well, it was. Yeah. Oh, well, someone else like commented it and said it because I remember reading it recently. Someone said that to you. But sorry. Continue. Okay. So. <laughs> Like well, it was <laughs> Eric or Matt, and and I was like, yeah, I kind of lost sight of that because it's a lot easier to talk to other people and do interviews, but it's hard to keep people updated with what's going on with us if we're always interviewing people. So we're going to take this opportunity. And I think we should do it more often, maybe as like a supplemental thing, like a, like a random extra podcast. But um, I'd be okay with that. A random extra like one hour of us. Yeah. Yeah. Or... If you do like a one hour on Thursday or Friday or whatever, whatever. It ends Something. Up being. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But just giving updates because originally the first um, the first intro to the podcast was like, this is a story of me starting my reptile business. Yeah, and then it didn't end up being the story anymore. because there's not a story every single week. But is there an, do you still put an intro on the podcast? Or yes. No? You've never, you've never even heard the intro. Have you? I don't listen to the podcast. Why would I listen to no, the podcast? No, but maybe you would be. What's the, in, what's the intro? 
Am I Never, in it? No, it's hard to explain. I'm not going to explain it to you right now when everyone just listened to it because I put it in there after. Okay, so. people in the chat live right now, tell me what the intro to our podcast oh my God. is. Well, I will, I guess, <laughs> play it, for, play it for you later. Okay. Sorry. Which is very weird that you don't even know that. It's weirding me out the more I <laughs> go along. But, but it was supposed to be me talking about a reptile business and... I mean, a lot of things have happened in the last year. I mean, it's crazy to think that we've been doing this now for about a year and a half, the podcast. Mm -hmm. That's slightly scary to think that. But then again, think about how far everything's gone since then. You know, how how many things have changed since Our whole lives we were changed. in that apartment with Ryan. Like, it was me, you, and my roommate, and there were snakes. And then finally, we moved out, got our own place about a year ago, mm-hmm. I guess a little bit more than a year ago now, probably about a year and a few months. Mm-hmm. And then we finally had a, our own room for the snakes. And then we moved to Here. Philly. And now, I mean, we live in a three-bedroom house where one room is for the snakes, one is for the office where we do the podcast, and then also... We have other snakes in here. Oh, I was just looking around because I'm like, you can't call this a bedroom. This is so small. Mm-hmm. This is two and a half. Yeah, it's an office. I don't want to think. Or I don't want people to think we're, we're like, like balling over here. Like, or not by any means. No, no. It's just an old house with like three bedrooms and two of them can barely be called bedrooms. But yeah. it works for us because we get to keep different snakes in different environments and have an office and it's just us we obviously don't have children so (laughs) unless you're including snakes which we do not so and i don't want to forget the fact that we have like come a lot really far in these in this year and a half or so but um this year i mean we produced almost 100 snakes probably pretty close to that baby wise and now we have so many things going on as far as obviously youtube babies and the podcast <laughs> what sorry see another thing about us doing it just us i can't answer people in the chat well, or read it without were paying without attention being to me instead of doing other things while during this whole podcast. but i'm so used to doing the chat because i'm able right. to do with someone else <laughs> Uh, James. Well, the thing is, you're just going to get us off on tangents, but I'm trying to okay, stay. Okay, guys, chat. I can't talk to you. No, that's not true. <laughs> it's just you can't. <laughs> no, I you can't. can't bring us in a totally different direction. Okay, I keep talking. Okay, but we're at the point where we are going to be vending our first show. I'm so excited and nervous. And yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, I don't know how I've just gotten away without vending shows before we've never had enough or you know even online what we have now is we have how many did you count them did i count what how many snakes we have left to bring to the show i did a, w- a couple weeks you ago did, but you and then you informed me that some of them died so no that's not some of them are in another rack but both both you moved them well the ones that that didn't eat, yeah, but those weren't counted in the beginning. Oh, true, because those aren't eating. Um, right. But yeah, no, I need a recount because I didn't count all the ones that were moved into the other rack. But I think it's like it's Thanks under 30. 30 and then we t- we decided we were going to bring the balls. Yeah, and we have a few ball pythons. Which I think, why not? Because those are going to... Because 
I'll be sad if we don't sell any. And so I feel like bringing the ball pythons like ensures that we'll at least make a sale. Because how depressing would that be? Our first show and we don't sell any snakes. I mean, it can happen. But I'm at the amount that we sell snakes as far as price wise, we'll sell a snake. <laughs> don't worry. Really? Because I feel like yes. some people think one's like, oh... I don't always want to pay 200 or whatever, but I don't know. Right, but we have some lower level stuff. Okay. Well, I'm going to be, I don't want to tell people on this because I'm probably going to be selling things that have hats and I'm not going to necessarily mark them as hats. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just because it's, I don't want to wholesale them, but I also don't want to bring my price down to where the project where I believe the project's worth. So in order to keep my project going... You gotta sell them. I gotta sell them, you know, as normals or what I have. Because to the, the normal visuals. consumer, they don't care about all those hats. Yeah. And it's like, it's the project's cool when you think about the future, but just as someone who's just trying to have it as a pet, those hats mean And nothing. no one in Corn Snakes is trying to pay me $200 for quad hats, unfortunately. It would be worth it as an investment <laughs> as a person who's looking to breed corn snakes. I mean, if you're patient, which in corn snakes, quite frankly, I don't know if anyone's patient because it's easy to get adult animals. So it's not like you have to be patient. And it's not like people really view projects in the way of, you know, some other people as investments in the future and stuff like that. And I mean, at times we don't really see it that way either but it depends it's hard yeah to sell someone quad hats and i understand it it's like only interesting to us because we knew we know the babies and, i mean the parents and where we're going with the project and everything so. yeah and i know the potential of what will happen in just a few years so would you sell a quad hat for more than just what a normal corn snake would go for? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want to sell them for $200. No, I know, but we're obviously going to have to reduce that. But, but someone's going to want someone would buy a normal for $25. But I think we should sell them for like 30. <laughs> I don't know. That's random. Okay. Do people typically up the price that shows or no? It's about the same as what they would sell it online. I mean, that's really a personal thing. Oh, but from what you've seen, do you feel like people do that? I no? feel like people will put them cheap at shows just because really? they want. They don't want to bring them Come home. home with them? Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I could see that. Yeah. And it depends. I mean, everyone's mentality is different when you go to shows. Just like everyone's mentality in the reptile hobby is different pretty much no matter what. So it's like we always go straight to the consumer, right? We always... We don't wholesale animals. Right. Which, I mean, if you're doing this as a full-time business, you should probably, especially in Core Snakes, have a group of wholesale animals. But since that's not really our route to go, we're not going to mess with it. So someone at shows, someone, a lot of Kluber guys at shows, some person will clean them out before they even come. They'll offer $15 each mm. for a bunch of corn snakes and they'll take it just Before. because they'll ensure the sales and stuff like that. But that's not really how we go about it. But yeah, it's all about not doing <laughs> that, not trying to find a way to not lesser the value of your animals financially, 
just to make a sale. And I will do that in within reason, mm-hmm. but not like at the wholesale level, which you're going to have an animal that I would typically sell for 60 bucks or something. And a wholesaler will give me $15, which if you do any math, is not worth it. Right. You, you put more money into that exactly. animal easily than Just off the three meals you put into it before. Yeah, it's why would you? Well, that doesn't no, exactly. No, sorry. Pingies are like twenty five cents. Everything <laughs> in in combination. When you add up the bedding and the the container and the food and the that and the parent that you fed. Yeah, that equals fifteen dollars. <laughs> all that stuff easily. Is fifteen dollars the toilet paper to clean the poop? <laughs> yeah, I mean everything, but that comes to the fact that our whole thing is: I want to breed animals and keep animals, just because I really like breeding and keeping animals. But that's not necessarily where I want to make my money, as far as a business goes. I think that's like the least desirable way in the reptile hobby to make money. Mm-hmm. To be honest, just because all the factors that play into it and it can be, you know, the market changes and I can't work with what I like anymore. I got to work with ball pythons because the market says so. And that's just as an example. That's not 100% fact, but it's somewhat fact. (laughs) Okay. Speaking of money. Yeah. Don't get too nerdy with it. But if you had unlimited supply of money. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the rest of the world cares about this, but what would your dream like display for Vin? Just because you and I have been talking about like how we want to display our animals coming up for the show, because like we didn't just want to be lame like everyone else, and we've been talking going back and forth about it, and it's been something we've been thinking about a lot. So, if you had a limited budget, like what would your like dream display be? Is that a weird question? Budget for the show? I mean, display for the show? Yeah, 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 for the show. I have, I have no idea. I mean, it would obviously, if you had no budget, you would have to make something that no one has, which is something like if, if you've seen Garrett's up, I mean, that's something that no one exactly does. Um, I would find a way to make something cool without it being pretentious <laughs> and with you know like it would have to end up being pretentious at some point yeah yeah because at some point you're just an asshole <laughs> no but <laughs> like you're just like the kid that you know is showing off their new shoes yeah, or something yeah but that'd like, be so not... cool <laughs> yeah it's it's a weird thing because you want to yeah you want to do something cool and to grab people's attention but not so far out there that Everyone's just looking at you like, hey, dude, you kind of just like be a normal person. You know, you think you got to be somebody okay, better well, than I'm... us all the time. <laughs> Don't think about other people. <laughs> See, you didn't even answer the question. No, I know because that's – I have no idea. Okay, what I would want – I really just want a lot of lights around. I want, I want individually lit. And I would, uh, I would want like cubes that are all glass around so that – and high up so people could see like every – like I want an eye level – like cubes where people can see it all around yeah <laughs> and oh gosh. i want i want to be able to display it and like think about okay think about that game you play at the museum where you the lights flash up and you have to tap it really fast you gotta make the lights go out i want something example. similar to that but like with cubes of animals okay so just basically and like lot. you can 
just a lot of light and visibility. I just want people to be able to see it at every angle because I think that is like what people want. You know, because sometimes you're like, oh, I don't want to be that person who asks to hold it. Like, I personally don't like doing that. I don't know why. That's just a personal thing. I feel, I feel bad asking people yeah, to because, hold their snakes. No, yeah, especially if you have no intention of buying it. As far as, you know, if we're going to actually buy an animal, unless we're holding an animal for a video, which we've done, but... But for the most part, I don't want to ask. Gonna, I'm going to buy the animal, then hold it, because it's not, you know... It's not important to me how it's. But that's why I would is. want to display so that people feel like, oh, I still got to see no, every those, inch those of that. No, those motherfuckers will still so want to pick it up. It. Yeah, you just want to hold it in your hand. And I understand as like a kid, dude, I still want to hold stuff. That's why I get like really anxious at zoos because you can't do shit. You're just looking at oh, animals. Gosh. And it's like. And it will be something that you have at home. And you still want to hold it? And you're just like, yeah. You weirdo. It's like, that's weird. Why am I here? I could just go home and play with snakes in the flat. Like, there's, it's a whole other level to the game when you're actually feeling it. And I understand for someone who maybe hasn't held a lot of the species, they want to I understand why other people ask. I just feel personally bad about it. And it's mostly kids. Yeah. But that's why I want to, like, make it the most engaging experience I don't know. <laughs> but, I mean, it scares me with corn snakes just because they're so small. If a kid drops a corn snake, it's gone. It's or just someone's going to step Definitely. on it immediately. So, yeah. I mean, I at the show, I want people to be able to hold them. But I want to find out a way to make sure. And I think this is everyone's dilemma that they're serious about it. Because I just don't want people who have held every snake at the show to be holding my snake. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. ADD moment. I just remember we got to get a big thing of hand sanitizer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, we're going to put hand sanitizer on the table and yeah. I don't know. I don't trust any of <laughs> So uh, Ryan asked what you thought of Metcalf's display at Tinley. I don't know. I don't remember who that is. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Clearly it resonated in Ryan's mind, but not yours. <laughs> well, tell, I want you to tell people about Garrett's because I think it was awesome. Not everyone got to go to Tinley. So I think you should tell people about Garrett's display. Oh, I don't want to go into it. So Garrett used a bunch of reclaimed wood, made this whole booth. It's hard to explain. Just go and check out. Okay. Um, Never mind. What's his business called? Sorry. Reach Out. Reach Out Reptiles, yeah. Go check out his Facebook page. You'll see it all over the place. Uh, It's something that (laughs) I wouldn't, I don't know. I feel really weird having my face on things. And like, cause he was replaying his YouTube channel. Was he the one on with two the two TVs? TVs? Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that. That's I feel bad for the guy behind him, who just or in front of anywhere near him, who just had to hear it. Cause the yeah, cause the sound was on and everything. But so he drove all the way. Yeah, with with all that stuff. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, two big screen TVs. I think it's just something. I don't need all that. I don't, I don't like, <laughs> I mean, we're on YouTube, but I don't like, I definitely don't like seeing myself and on even video. hearing my, I mean, even I don't even myself, listen back to the podcast. I can't imagine hearing myself even, all day long. <laughs> yeah, any of it, I don't like. <laughs> no, so, yeah, that's definitely an aspect that I wouldn't bring into it. 
But if I because I I would feel awkward just standing there next to myself. Next to my what about a cardboard cutout? Would you do that? <laughs> Let's get a cardboard That's cutout even of Joe. Just as weird, if not weirder. <laughs> Where do so, even people buy cardboard cutouts? Uh, there's definitely a guy. There's some cardboard that. cutout guy out there. Yes, absolutely. There is. <laughs> That's so strange. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. But displays. Okay, so. What is the biggest, what are you looking forward to most about vending your first show? I don't know. Did you think two years ago this would be happening? Yeah, I thought it would happen sooner because. Oh, you thought it happened sooner? For like the last five years, it was kind of like a dream of mine to vend a show. And then in the last like two years, and I've also helped people with their tables. And I'm like. Yeah, whatever. So close, <laughs> now, so close. Now I'm like, it used to be like a, a goal, and now it's by a the goal, time... But it's not as, uh, what's the word? Like, like, it's not as we a mystery. Really... We know about it more. Like, we're still excited, but we've, we've helped people out enough that it's not as, like, I don't know, it's foreign we've, to it. We've gotten all the us. benefits of the shows by hanging out, mm-hmm. other than, you know having our own table the only thing we haven't done is make money at a show otherwise we've had all the advantages of we always have at least one friend with a table and to hang out we get to just hang out there and not have to worry about customers and talking to people and doing all that so we've benefited tremendously by not vending most shows (laughs) i mean if we really wanted to vend a show we would have done it already if that was like still a goal yeah but now it's just more of a necessity. I don't want to say necessity because no, it's still a goal for me. I'm still excited. No, yeah, it's still cool. But I'm saying at this point, I mean, it's a little bit more of a necessity than we gotta just get these babies out. Fun. Yeah, I mean, at some point <laughs> we need, and winter's coming, and we're in Philly, so it's not like we're gonna be able to ship all year round. So we want to make sure that we can get some of our lower priced animals out out and stuff like that so yeah it's more of a necessity than just for funsies or anything like that but who knows if we make money we make money if we don't we don't but we're gonna make money oh yeah we're gonna make yeah. money have we okay it's a dumb question <laughs> we haven't had anyone on the podcast yet who's who puts on a show have we a show promoter no we need to we get should. someone on i want to know that's the thing we don't vent shows so we don't talk i really to want to know i mean we've reached out to brian potter haven't we but i don't think anything ever came of it but i really want to know like how... if someone wants to if someone knows him more yeah personally, anyone who to... puts on a show a well no do brian potter first and then we can go from... <laughs> everyone else i can probably get on but brian okay um, but I just really want to know like what all goes into it because um, I saw what was I on? I guess I was just on Facebook and someone starting a new show up in North Pennsylvania um, and the tables were only like $25 and I was like, whoa, $25 for a show? Well, that's like that's crazy. The, like just a show at the VFW. So he basically so like just something like that super easy. You just rent out a room and you call it a show and that's it. Is that all you have to do? I mean, there's definitely insurance and stuff involved. I don't know anything we should oh, really? talk on it. If yeah, of course you need insurance. <laughs> I feel like a tw- this twenty five dollar table show doesn't have insurance. But <laughs> well, they can do whatever they want. But <laughs> this is why I want to have someone on who does it because I would just love to know the ins yeah. and outs. But I feel like most people who put on shows are not super out there as far as like 
it's a lot media. of work. So I mean, what what else are they supposed to do? I just feel like they're not very public. You know, I don't. No, yeah, they're not very. No big snake breeder either. I know of really puts on shows. At least they like don't that. talk about least, it if right. they do. So. Which yeah, is, which is interesting. You would think that snake breeders would, would be start the ones shows, putting it on, or any rat, not necessarily, you know, gecko breeder or something like that. I'm sure they are to a certain extent, but I guess if you're putting all your energy towards breeding snakes and everything like that, then then you're not also putting your energy towards, towards doing show. shows. It seems like people stay in their lane more so than not. I mean, that's not a hundred percent given, but that's something that. I mean, especially some of the guys with big breeders who have, like, actually have money. It's, I don't know how they haven't expanded into other, like, why would you stay with breeding animals? Like, I understand why you would. What do you mean? What do you expect them to reach out into? I don't know. Get into a different part of the hobby. Start a show or do something, you know, like try to branch out but they usually stay within breeding and maybe that's because a lot of the people are maybe like they just care about working with the animal i think the branching out is social media right now i think that's what youtube and all that that's considered branching out (laughs) sorry that's gross but i mean how many how many breeders are youtubers and you know there's not many but there's not many who are like legit breeders who are youtubers or anything like that and that's including, uh, I mean, I guess we're, we're not legit, legit breeders, but not <laughs> like we're not like full time breeders. Yeah, you know, we're not Garrett. <laughs> yeah, but I guess he does. YouTube, but I mean, so. what? OK, so if you like have all this money and all that, what, what the first thing you would branch out into was would be a show or what's going on with your voice? Right I, now? I'm sick as always so. every Monday. And I'm when I talk this much straight. <laughs> I'm losing my voice. Well, that's a that's kind of something that I'm thought about a lot because for me, like it's been hard to find motivation to edit a YouTube video because honestly, you know, it's not like YouTube brings in money for us. It's not like it does. Yeah, but it's but definitely see, it's part. Just like you say, the snakes aren't for money for you because it's your passion. I feel like YouTube. I guess it's a little it bit less of your passion the, yeah. than snakes. And it's like it's been hard lately to find the motivation to do it because I'm at the computer doing post production for other people and then I have to do it for myself. Right. It's not it feels like more of the work you do all day long because you stare at the computer all day long. Yeah, so I've just been trying to get out from behind the computer more. But <laughs> I mean that's something like you in order to do something like what Brian's done, you have to your passion has to be making fucking YouTube videos. Bar-chat? It has nothing to do. with I don't with know how he does snakes. that. You and I talked about the other day. Like, how do you, how do do you keep every that up? Day. I like. So we I can did... barely get out one a week without being like, "Oh, I'm over this." Like, how do you and do it every remember, day? Remember, I tried in the beginning to do it every day. Yeah, and I got very mad, upset, <laughs> just not happy because <laughs> there was so much stuff going on. I was always editing a video up until like 12 yeah. at night. And it's like, For why what? Why am I doing this? This is miserable. And I hated every second of it, even though I like making videos for the most part. Doing it on demand because you have to consistently is fucking hard. And you got to really love doing that. And I don't know if there's enough room to have a passion for making daily videos and doing all the shit we already do. Brian does it. 
Because it's like, well, he has very a lot of employees. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just so much work. And especially and if you're neurotic, ways. like you are. And like, I did, I'm just thinking of like Casey, Casey Neistat, where even though he's been doing this for years, I'm sure it still takes him multiple hours to edit mm-hmm. his own videos. And so that's the thing is like, you think, oh, like if I just keep doing it, it'll get easier and faster. And it's not like it's hard. It's just y'all are so neurotic that it still would take you hours mm-hmm. to make a 10 minute video. And I just, I don't, yeah, I don't know how Casey and Brian and those people continue to do it every day. It blows my mind. No, I don't even know why you would. And that's a more and more I've been thinking of like, what should I be putting my efforts towards? And it's, you know, we're spread out between so many different things at this point. But I really want to make sure, like, we stop. I need to stop buying animals. And instead of buying animals, buying things that we're going to further our business with, which, I mean, obviously animals, that works. But I really want to do supplies and stuff like that. So... I want to put more money in that because I think that's where our future is. That's what will get us out of selling animals for money because this is about the capacity that I feel comfortable with doing it at this point. Yeah. You know, about 100 animals. Next year, we'll probably we be up to like 100 150. animals. We had 100 no, babies. No, no, babies. That's oh, what I'm saying. Okay, okay. So like producing 100 babies. Next year, we'll probably be more, probably 150, maybe even. Because of our kings. 160, 170. Ooh. We have some corns growing up. But I mean, man, anything past this, I don't know how we could make sure that everything's going to the right place and we're selling them responsibly. So <laughs> it will be interesting to see because at first maybe i thought that youtube would be would give me income and then i don't know if you guys have heard about like the ad uh, apocalypse so basically i made i made as much money with about 800 subscribers as i do now with 6800 i and that's a hundred dollars a month guys and that's i'm not even breaking that anymore i used to break a hundred dollars a month for a few consecutive months when we only had we, we had like a thousand subscribers yeah. and now we have six times that and we're making less money so i mean we are sorry i forgot to pick this back up we are producing less videos but yeah still yeah but it's hard to say and it's weird because you can say all right if i make a video every day for a year chances are pretty high that I will be able to get a full-time income off of YouTube, right? Just because the algorithm is going to feed you all this. You can easily have 100,000 subscribers or something like that. But, and that seems so appealing to some people, but it really doesn't. And I know that if I just did it for that amount of time, we would be good, you know? But I don't, I still don't want to do it. But you'd also be a terrible person to live with. I would be the worst. Sad to say, but like, I wouldn't want to like. Miserable. You would just be so miserable. But it's interesting, DEA Exotic said he's been doing a vlog for 319 days in a row. That's wild. And said, and alive every night. I don't know how, like, do you, what, what? Like, how do you do the rest of your life like to be honest and it depends how edited you want your videos to be like what kind of videos they are there's just so many different things that come into play with it but that's kind of my backstory i'm struggling just to get out 
a video. Like I haven't put out a Tinley video yet, but I just with everything going on. Guys, motivate him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't need to be motivated. It's just I'm trying to figure out how we're going to make this thing work. No, I think also. it's just your personal situation is that your job requires you to sit at a computer every yeah. day. And so you don't want to spend any more time sitting at a computer. And no. unfortunately, there's no other way to put a YouTube <laughs> video out other than sitting at a computer. And I love editing, but it's hard when you're editing yeah, for all day hours long. before that. But and it's not really about it's not really about making YouTube videos or anything like that. I think it's more of realizing where I want to put my efforts and I've been thinking a lot about the supplies thing and what's going on with that. We've and talked about that a while ago. Remember? Yeah. Like And I've that's the thing. I've never followed through with what I know should be my course. I don't know why I'm not doing it. Because <laughs> what 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 was your idea? Something with hides. Yeah, yeah, and I, there's just a bunch of things like what that was it? I that I have ideas me. for. What was the hide idea? No, don't worry about it. it's easy. Oh, but, okay. I mean, you it's don't not like say that. It? <laughs> no, I don't really give a shit. But I just can't remember. But okay. yeah, but it's a hide basically. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I got to make moves towards that instead of doing. And this whole thing has been like. I don't know. It's been a rough year, even though it's been great and we've been getting more and more things happening. It still has been been incredibly rough. And it's like, you know, they say the struggle is guaranteed. I've never heard that expression. Success isn't, but the struggle's guaranteed throughout this whole thing. And uh, it's been a struggle. And I think the thing with the supply side is, one, you have to have time to dedicate to it. Mm -hmm. Two, it's not as much of a like quick return you know youtube you put that video out you get even though it might be a little you know there's your return and social media but with the supplies you it's it's more of a long game and you gotta have more time to dedicate to you know prototypes and i think you gotta have more money too yeah money too but that's the thing like i need to stop spending money on animals and when we get money put it into but I love just getting When's that going to happen? Yeah, I know. So it's hard. I want to get to the point where... Where you can do both. It facilitates me buying animals. You know, it doesn't have anything to do with... You know, buying animals is technically putting money back into the business. But it's just feeding yeah. our I, own compulsion. I would to get love more. to get to the day where you don't buy animals Well, anymore, and if I do... Well, but you no. can't help yourself. Yeah, and that's why I want to make money independently... <laughs> from the animals so and you know you see a lot of people do it but i think it's rare to have someone who's face fronting front face face fronting (laughs) front facing as far as putting themselves out there social media and everything and doing does it i don't think that's a word either yes it is but and putting themselves out there and just also building a business at the same time it's hard. Yeah. Oh no. Let's not just why in the whole book. I feel like we're just what? talking about what's hard. Um No, Darren I asked, wanted to actually talk about things. Darren asked But I guess we're not, so Okay. What is it that you want to talk about? I don't know. Uh, I'm just I need to do something different so that we can make <laughs> make enough money because like editing podcasts and stuff 
is cool, but I don't have motivation to get any more because I know that I want to work with reptiles. Like, I know that I want to put energy towards the reptile business, but I'm not sure exactly how to do it productively when I can easily put effort towards, you know, finding more customers for the podcast and being somewhat miserable doing that. So, so, and like, just to give perspective of the point that we're at is like, I don't really feel like taking on more podcast post-production stuff, even though I do kind of like, I got another project this week to do, but I've been fucking, I've been fucking walking dogs for money. (laughs) Like this is a new low. (laughs) But I thought you liked editing the podcast. No, I like editing podcasts to a certain extent. It's very hard to edit podcasts for like more than four to five hours a day because then it's just like you're just listening to people talk very intently to try to catch ticks and stuff like that and everything that's going on. And Once I hit like four or five hours, it's like mind numbing. Yeah. So, so basically, I've resorted to fucking walking dogs at this point. Which really makes me want to find a separate way to make income because it rained today and it was dreadful. <laughs> okay. Darren asked if we've ever done shows at schools. No, because we don't have the variety in our collection to facilitate that. So um, basically our show would be like... Here's a corn, here's a, here's a, a king. snake, here's a king snake, here's a few pythons. The but kids, I feel like the I kids wouldn't want to see the pythons. No, no, not at all, because an olive python would bite me on the neck during the fucking right, show. Right, so something. we wouldn't do, we would only show the corns and the kings. And then it's, and the king would probably bite me too. And <laughs> it would be, you need the sulcata if you're going to be doing school shows. You need the big retic or berm, and you need the tegu or savannah monitor or some large monitor. These are all things that cost a lot of money to keep and house. And although I love the educational aspect of it, I don't see how that works it's just not for your, us. I just think it's not your thing. It's also, it's yeah, just, just at not. The, at the end of the day, I think it's just, yeah, I would love it, I think. But You're also a teacher, so that's yeah. what you do anyway. <laughs> but it's just not your thing, and that's okay. Um, Brandon asked, have we gotten close to the point where the collection is paying for itself or close to paying for itself with the babies? I don't know. Yeah, it definitely pays for itself at this point, but we're not bringing any, I feel like we're pretty much breaking even. We're not, when you think about how much food and all that, like, I think we're not making much money. Yeah. Any money that we get pretty much goes back to food or other animals. We haven't we haven't slowed down on getting new animals, so Yeah. Not <laughs> yeah. me. I slowed down. I've not looked up any Kings like Kings like King Snake post or anything because I know that I can't stop myself. Other people in this relationship I don't know. No, but you still look at Craigslist snake. No, posts. yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> You're but tempting I, yourself. Everything has such a reason. That's the thing. Like we don't keep much fat around in our collection as far as things like extras, that aren't yeah. gonna breed and stuff That's like true. that, or 
or things that you have extra males or something, especially in what we consider our breeding like animals. We may have a little bit of that in our pythons just because they're cool pythons. But other than that, everything that we buy is like pretty meticulous, has a very particular purpose to it. I agree. You're not making frivolous purchases. You're just making purchases. <laughs> and I would like no more purchases, please. Yeah, purchases are fun. For who? <laughs> For us. For okay, me. I do have to say, I really do like that orange one you got at Tinley. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's beautiful, but that's one right now we're like, oh, I don't know what we're going to do with it, but we have time. What do you mean? That's exactly, though. What are you going to put it to? I don't know, but the so thing then, is, thank you. So, exactly no, just, but it has I a purpose know. because it's so outlandish and <laughs> so different. Don't know what we want to put it. Put it down. <laughs> well, it's a it's a female, so you don't really think about the male until you know a couple years or so. What's, oh my god! Don't bang your mic around. Okay, coughing fit. You good? You put the mic on my coughing fit. <laughs> Okay. Just so if I don't have to edit and people get an explanation of what happened. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to have no voice at, but, yeah, at the, the end of this. The male comes later, so you can get a female and then, you know, we may need a wild-caught animal. We need to figure out what the ingredients ingredients are in it, so it's a whole thing. And we do have some. What? I did that on purpose. <laughs> But it is like we have sunkiss and it might be, but whatever. That was a total. All I'm saying is I have ideas of what it's going with, and okay. we have appropriate things for it to go with. We'll just see, play it. You know, a lot of things happen in two years, so clearly, yeah, it's a year old, so so you got some time. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. Um, excuse me. Seriously, since you edit podcasts, why do other shows like NPR oh. have those loudspeakers? Uh, all the block talk shows seem to have that. When when two people speak at the same time, for whatever reason, it it just gets mad. I forget what that word is, but it basically clips the audio and makes it go way high into the red. I don't know why it does that. That's a block talk problem, it's not and feedback. apparently they don't give a shit. Blog Talk just doesn't care. They're like, we have enough people using it. We're not going to fix it. I don't know. Maybe it's not an issue that they have noticed or been talked about. But yeah, ours doesn't have that because I manage all the audio myself. Yeah, we just and that's have, not like we a, just have it dropping out and you know all the yeah, other yeah we got all the other, other issues. You're just <laughs> you're just giving one example of a. <laughs> Of a fault of something when we have, you know, a hundred faults or something. All the time. So, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. It's podcasts. They're variable. Um, we're all just trying our best out of here. <laughs> Maybe you should start your own streaming system thing. Streaming system? <laughs> Me? Your... Yeah. There yeah. you go. That's your next project. I already told you I don't want to do Blog <laughs> talk type thing. Oh, Make God. your own. <laughs> Sounds like a nightmare. Um, this is turning to the chat asking us questions, and I like it. Well, Darren said, Melissa, <laughs> where would you like the business to go? Are both your paths the same, or is this all Joe and you are the support? Um, I'm like a. <laughs> 
Why is that? Why did you laugh at that? Because I know what your answer is going to be, and then I'll put the reality goggles on and tell people what the real answer is. The reality goggles are? What the fuck are reality goggles? (laughs) All right, go ahead. No, now I want to know what you think my voice or my voice. Your voice. No, your voice is terrible. (laughs) You think my answer is going to be, oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. My answer was that I'm a I'm a pop in person. Wow. <laughs> I the king pop in like two different words. Not like popping. <laughs> oh no, not like popping. Oh god, don't do that. <laughs> no, like pop space in. Um, because like the kings, that was all me. Yeah. I started that. I popped in and I was like, I want kings. Um, and so I started that. Um, but as far as the business I want you to eventually make this your full time because over the past years of getting to know you, you I feel like this sounds sound shitty, but you've had these like flittering interests. Flittering? Like with me, like videography and all that and photography type things that and YouTube and editing podcasts and all that. And I think you're a person who you get really really into something and you go hard but then when it doesn't work out the way you want it to you you're like fuck this (laughs) but the only (laughs) thing you haven't said fuck this to is snakes yeah but the thing is i got into all that stuff because of snakes right but you said you i mean just in this podcast you've like been like fuck podcast fuck youtube fuck like i feel like you end up saying Sorry, no, so I, I like it. All. I mean, no, the the podcast like is the like, only you like it. You like it, but you it your your passion for it doesn't seem to continuously be there. If I could just be in the room with snakes all day and make a living doing that, that would be better and than doing. That's where I think yeah. I want the business. That's where I want the business to go because I think that would make you the happiest individual. If I could get someone to outsource a lot of the stuff, the podcast is something that I really like doing. That's like one of the only things that I'm but always I, motivated to do it. But you just talked about how it sucks to edit podcasts. All yes, well. edit other people's podcasts. No, no, not I'm not talking. No, 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 that's not what I was talking about. I'm, I'm not. I know. Oh, no, I'm talking about other. When I say podcast, YouTube, and all that videography, I meant other people's. Other, other people's. people's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not ours. I definitely want ours to continue. Except I definitely want people to start freaking saying yes to us when we ask them to be on it. But that's a whole different subject. Wow. Sorry. Um, but I think you go so hard into things that you're like, I have this vision of what I want it to be, and it doesn't work out, and then you're over it. But with snakes, you don't seem to be that way. And so for our relationship sake i want you to be able to do and everything's always worked time. out in snakes <laughs> i don't know what definition we're using for worked out but okay <laughs> but Meaning- that's that's where i want the business i want you to be able to do it full time and so that youtube the video the youtube videos are a land yap i want all that other stuff to Wait, be what? land yap oh sorry i forget everyone's stuff from louisiana gustavo where are you I've taught you this. Okay, but do it okay. quickly and Lan- succinctly. Lanyap means extra. It just means extra. Okay. It means on top of. So I want all, like, any YouTube video you make. Hey, you pick up a podcast here and edit it for someone. Like, yeah. I want all that to be able to be Lanyap. And so, because I think 
at the end of the day, the only thing you never seem to get tired of or get frustrated with is snakes. You never saw me feeding all the babies and cleaning all the babies and one pops out and I'm like, fuck. Well, I know in the, in the moment, I'm sure. But at the end <laughs> no, of the day, yeah. when we're sitting down and talking about it, you're never you never said to me like. I maybe I should just sell them all. Maybe we should you just know, get rid of it. Maybe yeah. you should. You never even hint anything like that. Like never even like maybe I should sell it's my. It's really own. not an option. Yeah. <laughs> this whole it thing is, is not. It is always an option to sell them all. No, no, but that's <laughs> stupid. I mean, the only way since we've gotten ourselves this far is to keep on going. As far as the snake business in general, just reptiles in general, we're just committing, and nothing is going to change that and it's going to work out because i mean what is the other always fucking out option? The snakes. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> okay so now what did you think i was going to say because i don't think it's the same i thought i <laughs> thought you're gonna take much more credit than you have <laughs> excuse me because a lot of times you like to think that this is a we project. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not saying it's 50-50, it it but it isn't. is a we. It is a it we. It is. It is a we. <laughs> it's just you just need to not resent me for doing it. That's really the thing. I resent you for spending money on it. No, but the I'm just saying, like, the only... Th what you do well compared to other people that would be in the same situation is not resent me or the snakes for taking up our lives in multiple ways <laughs> i don't know if i do that well oh okay well <laughs> i mean i hate the fruit flies that are all over our house because of the snakes well that's I just the time of year i hate and... the bedding that's all over our house but that's more of a you problem that i have than this it's not the snakes it's you <laughs> i hate our electricity bill that's for sure yeah so um if you think I'm doing that well, then that makes me feel good. Cause, well, <sighs> yeah, maybe you're not. not. His question wasn't, Melissa, how much are you in this business? Yeah. That's not what his question well, was. Well, I think, I think the thing is that you, as far as where the business goes, you are so risk averse. Even if I come up with an idea in reptiles, you just say no. <laughs> and it's not... Because you understand it and it's a bad idea, <laughs> it's because you just don't are risk averse in that way. Yeah, I've always told you from the beginning, I like my immediate return on investment. I'm not trying to. I'm, yeah, you're also unreasonable and impatient. <laughs> I want it. I want to do it, and I get it. Yeah, but I don't nothing, want the chance. Nothing in the world really works like that. Everything I've done in my life has worked like that. Everything. <laughs> Everything you have done is very calculated and is very much a path. Obviously, becoming a teacher is a very defined path. And Unfortunately, I've laid my life out the whole way. Like everything I've done has been, yeah. A risk. I mean, yeah, I know. If you do this, you get that exactly. But it's weird because you've seen how much I've worked, or you've worked, or we've worked on snake stuff. And it doesn't come back the same way yet, at least. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like you're defining your own path. You're making your own path to this thing that is some weird fucking thing that no one even knows is an option. This is not career day. 
Um, <laughs> you know, no one tells you that you could be a snake breeder, you do keeper, that. You whatever. Go to high school. And oh my have a booth. god! A booth. <laughs> you can, I mean, this is something, and it's. I've tried so hard to read the market and learn everything I could about everything that I could, whether it's business or the animals, and I want to. I want to mirror other people's success and say that that's a path for me to make my own success. But at the end of the day, like you have to make your own because the most successful people are the ones who have created kind of their own thing in one way or another. Well, duh, you find your niche in your niche market. Yeah, but even, you know, Justin Kabelka isn't like other ball python breeders. There's something different about how he marks it, how he does everything. So how can you be that guy in your space or, you know, Josh yeah. from Josh's Frogs just mm, decided to go frogs and no one was really hammering that correctly as far as all the stuff that he provides to the community and like what is that space for us and it's also having the knowledge of where the ball's going instead of where it's been so i mean you'll see a lot of people in the reptile hobby that are following this model that is clearly not for the long haul so just like a few years ago, if you were breeding all incomplete dominant, or <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm laughing at Sir Calvin. <laughs> Brandon said how to be Nick Mutton. <laughs> well, that's like a totally di- like Nick just works with things that there's no other option for people to get anywhere it's, else. It's that's, Nick, yeah, that's your one. That that's was his, his niche. Is he's like I'm the only one. Yeah, and I mean there are other choices for other things, but his stuff in particular. Yeah, he's the guy and. How do you become that guy? And there's something cool about being that guy and not that doing this for a living is ever 100% easy, but you got to have your your niche and your thing. Yeah. And, and you can't do that by following anyone else. And that's You can't try to be Nick Mutton. You have to be yourself and build yeah. your own thing. It keeps going out. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of weird. Thanks, YouTube. YouTube, the, the live stream has been terrible lately. It's been real bad, and it went out for a while. Sorry, guys. Um, but it, And that's what... It's hard for me to support you in your risk things when, when I have no idea. That, you know, honestly, if I was more knowledgeable about it it'd probably be better but i have no idea but so i'm you're immediately... not knowledgeable because you don't have interest because you're here you're here right now you've you've been around for like 90 episodes of this I fucking thing inter- what are you talking about no no you don't have that drive and interest like crazy snake people do and not even and not even every fucking snake person has it and not every rep like some people have have the ability to get into something and stay rather shallow. I just don't have the. I don't know. I'm not always trying to do something new. Yeah, like you're not trying different. to read shit about. I'm, or I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel. I'm like, let's just roll. <laughs> wow. I <laughs> uh, did not make myself laugh. Um, but I think that's good that we have both of us because some of your ideas are crazy. And you need me to shut them down, but then some of them you don't listen to me and you do anyway. Some of them are so obvious and you shut down just because you don't know. 
I don't even know what you're talking about, but it, like what the springtails? Yeah. But they failed the first time, so I'm like, no, no. See it, when they recovered, you know, and I, I did work. I didn't say anything in my head, but when it started to fail, I'm like, that mother effer. You should have listened to me and not done them because no, they failed. They came back. Yeah. Oh, I thought you had to make a new set. No. And I split some up today. And so how did you get all the fruit flies out of it? That all worked out. Um, I just put it in a different area, and then picked out a lot of the. Fruit yeah. <laughs> Got them all out of there. So yeah. now we're just mostly spring tailing. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's where, I mean, part of what I want to do is see that people are keeping more naturalistically, more bioactive. Um, and maybe that's not how I keep. Maybe I border on that sometimes. Maybe I don't. I'm not someone who hates people who keeping tubs i'm not someone who frowns upon people who keep him bioactive or whatever the hell i don't care but the thing is that you gotta see what everyone younger than you is doing you gotta see what every 12 to 25 year olds doing in this hobby because wait you are not looking at what 12 year olds are doing are you YouTube is a direct lens into what the younger people are think. Doing. Do you watch 12-year-olds videos? No, you weirdo. <laughs> you said you gotta look at it. No, but you gotta <laughs> see how they interact on social media, and you gotta use... Okay, in that I understand. Yes, yeah. don't take things very literally. <laughs> um, but you gotta understand, you know, the way people are thinking and the way... Because what drives the market... It is not. People like to think it's the breeders and our little thing between ourselves. But what drives the Obviously market consumers. Is, is the consumer level, the people just going at a reptile show. So why are you doing all these things? I mean, obviously, if you're keeping and breeding animals, that's a different thing. But at some point, especially if you're thinking supplies and things like that, you need to see what the consumer is doing, what the base level customer, you know, what? what they're into and guess what they're probably not going to want a sterlite tub you know they're going to get one animal and they're going to want to set it up how they want to set it up and more and more people are setting up in naturalistic things and good looking vivariums I of mean, all sorts i so. just this i don't like you said i'm not against either way but I don't literally see anywhere in our future where, when we're going to have all naturalist, all no. naturalistic tubs. I don't see that it's in so, our future at all. It's so unreasonable to have a commercial breeding facility, in quotes. In I mean, even quotes. if we get the money to have like a separate, for, like to get this out of our house and for you to have a separate place, I no, still it doesn't don't. Matter. It's not a space it, thing. It's yeah, a, I still don't. It, it's both. It is a space thing because we don't. We don't have space in here to do it, but I still don't envision us having it, to yeah. be honest. And that's uh, it's kind of sad. Like, if money was no option, yeah, why the fuck not? Okay. But, but in real life. In real life, where money is always kind of... And, yeah, I don't know. And people have obviously done it. Many of our friends have it and have done it, but I don't know. Mostly because they don't care about... Money? The business, yeah, or the business, and yeah. I just I don't know it. 
It works for us. Or they have a lot more expensive. I do animals, think we will so. update our I don't think Yeah. I don't think we will always keep exactly like we have now. You know, like no. right now we have a lot of our snakes in um I want I would love to one day have all of our snakes in racks. Yeah. Um which, you know, like I guess just maybe some people they're like, that's not that hard. But we have so many snakes. Like, we and for people who don't know, we keep ambience, so we can just have we have snakes in Tupperware containers, pretty with much tops. all over the place. Right, they're just all over. Right, right. We have and we have racks. We have what six racks? Right there's now? also like weird in between sizes to where we just have Sterlite tubs instead of, um, you know, instead of putting them in a rack, just because oh. we have off sizes of things. I would love to one day get all racks, but. And I think that is something That's that I think obvious, that will happen yeah. in our future. I think we'll definitely have all racks in um, the future. But yeah, like you said, we have some in-between sized animals and we're constantly shifting them and all that. Um, but I think that's that is our what my goal is for our system is to have all racks. I do like our see-through racks. I mean, our see-through tubs. I don't ever want to go all gray. You know how some people have all yeah, gray tubs. That. that doesn't make any sense. I don't know why you do that. Oh really? I don't. I never knew no, what no, the reason. Yeah, I, I just like the seat, do the, the gray, gray ones. ones. Maybe because see some animals to not so that you can be in the room and they're not looking at you. Is that no? Not necessarily. It's usually you know ball pythons or something like that. So okay, I like the see through tubs. I like that. Like I think you need a light cycle for colubrids and even a lot of the pythons and. That aren't strictly just nocturnal, you know, things like carpet pythons, I think. Obviously, you can keep them in the dark, but why not at least let them experience some resemblance of natural life? Even you're already keeping them in a tub, man. At least let them fucking see the daylight. See, it's funny because I don't even, I think of it from a completely different way. Mine is totally selfish and it's like, okay, the olive and the jungles, like, I'm not trying to open their tub. At least seventy five percent of the time, but I like looking at them sometimes. If so I had with an the clear, with the clear, I get to would... see the jungles and the olives without pulling them out, and it's totally selfish of why I want. But it's see, that's why we work well together because we think about the same thing, but we think about it from two totally different. You just don't have any logical explanations. <laughs> it's logic. It's just selfish logic. Well, if... yours is more scientifical. That's not a word. Scientifical. Wow. <laughs> so I mean. <laughs> And the thing is, with some of the, you're scraping the mic across your shirt when you do that. Um, so I know people love that noise. But I was trying to not hear the if, if they weren't see through, then I open up the tub and then a snake is popping out at me, you know, with some of these animals. And why would you do that? Yeah, you're kind of like unprepared. Like you don't know what's about to come out for you. Yeah. And especially something like the olive python will come right out at you immediately. Sometimes, sometimes she chills in her ball. No, like she's yeah, almost like a, a ball python. Sometimes, but um, if you're feeding and there's any rats anywhere, near she's the ready room, to go. She's crazy. Also, she's the biggest feng shuier in the whole world. I mean, obviously, we haven't had all a whole bunch of other species, but she fudges up her tub. Well, because you haven't so seen often the black rat snakes. The black rats literally push everything to the back of their tub and create like a nest out of every <laughs> like really? and they just stack every like i'll go show you later 
They literally have everything. Every piece How of bedding. How do they do that? They don't have they arms. I don't get it. I don't get it. To make like this weird it. nest in the back where they just hide. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I just need to put. I just put a bunch of 17. bedding in there. Yeah. But yeah. I want to eventually get those in like a more naturalistic setup, but probably a tub, but a tall tub where I can put up some branches and stuff for when they get bigger, they can climb and. <laughs> do everything like that because I mean, at that point i would love to have them in four foot cages or something but it just makes no sense why would you <laughs> unless unless you really want to display it for everyone to see i can create something that has the same function as a naturalistic with all the features of a four foot enclosure but just do it in something that costs you know i don't know i go back and forth obviously not animals this not every animal is the same, but I think about our um, ATB right now, which we have in a naturalistic. I'm like, I see it, what, two hours of the day? Never. And that's when the light's off in there. So I'm like, why are we wasting this effort on a naturalistic when we don't even see it? I mean, obviously, the naturalistic is for the snake. It's it's not supposed to be for us. It's it's not just supposed to be for us. It's, it's, it's be not even. Them. I don't even but. think it's as much for the snake because I think our Amazon would be chill in a tub that was set up the same. We can put all those things in a tub. in a tub similar to like what we have the, the green tree in. Yeah, yeah. And it's just a matter of what looks better to some more put together. It doesn't just look like something you threw yeah. in a tub because it's cheap, but. I can understand both sides of it, but nice burp. Thank you. Um. Wow. Okay. We've talked a whole hour. I'm proud of us. What do you mean? Yeah, it's easy. I didn't think it would be this easy. The questions help. It's very sad, but the questions help, and then we just go in on each other. Um. Okay. So, what else did you want to talk about? You said you had <laughs> stuff you wanted to talk about, and I totally took us on a rant. So. Yeah. I mean, I talked about a lot of it, but. It's just about finding ways to make money in this somehow. Snake world. Some way. Still related to snakes and making money. Yeah, yeah, but not breeding snakes. But there's, I mean, we should maybe talk about a bunch of, well, we're about to put snakes. You don't know this, but we're about to put snakes in brumation soonish. Yeah, I do. We talked about it. Yeah. We said, because I, I asked you, what were. Oh, on this video that'll be coming out soon on YouTube that we filmed the other day before the Saints game. Hoot at, by the way. Just had to throw that in there. We yeah, talked and about go Tigers. <laughs> you can't you can't be a dick and then not take it. How was I a dick? I said hoot at. That's not yeah. against you for you to say go tigers when we lost. This is why we didn't watch the game. <sighs> you make me so mad. Okay. This is why we didn't watch the game together because you're mean. You threw in digs like that. Well, no, I just did it now because I wasn't a dick. I said who that over exuberant. That's not against you though. Okay, okay. Do, do we want to talk about how much the Jets suck? No, I don't okay. care. Thank you. So back to snakes. Um, we talked about this in the video a little bit, but I think just in us two. The differences of what we're going to do, Dallas brumation versus Philly brumation. Do we want to get into that? No, because I don't know. Yeah, you talked about it. So I think you said December 1st. Did we do December 1st in Dallas? 
I think we did either. Just, I think we did, I think a, we little did bit later. First, oh, we did. Yeah. Oh, okay. So not much different. But before we put them, we were in a third floor apartment, so we didn't have super, you know, like that many options. But we thankfully had an outdoor shed thing connected to our deck, and that's where we put them last time. This time we're going to put them in the basement. So are you going to, I mean, before the the shed was so small, think about the width of a desk and we just stacked up, you know, 10 and 10. Are you going to lay them out different in the basement? How, like, are you still just. It depends. I mean, the basement right now is still warm. So I got to kind of figure out a way to get it cooler in there. I'm going to probably have to open up a window or something. So it really depends on where I can get the temperature correct, the animals in a decent position to where they're not, you know, about to tip over, leaning against too much. Or So there's a few things to consider. And all of that, I just leave that all as a game time decision as far as like, I can't predict how the weather's gonna be what's gonna happen everything's gonna be cold <laughs> yeah. really, it's gonna just be whatever cold. like we'll figure it out when it comes and i'll keep an eye on it when that time comes around and that's just uh, the more you stress about that stuff and plan it out the more shit's not gonna happen to plan anyway so because our cares? basement doesn't get that cold no. like it's colder than our than the rest of us but it's really not that cold the main thing is that the animals won't be eating you know okay that's really the main thing and they won't be they won't be eating and they'll probably be cold enough and you know i've heard so many people talk about how there's a danger area to where fucking your snake gets sick anywhere between seven when you go above 70 degrees or whatever in corn snakes and Talking to old school people who have pretty much always done it on a way that they just let it fluctuate. I mean, it doesn't seem to you want to just kind of let it fluctuate. Riley says he follows. Not that I want it to, but if it does, I'm not. You're not freaking out about it. Yeah. Uh, Riley said that he follows his same system, but will allow minor changes to dictate some slight uh, variations of when to start, more or less. Yeah, I mean, if. If it was hot in Philly until December, maybe that's something to consider. But, I mean, we're getting at night. You know, we're getting down in the, to 40s. the 40s now already. So, yeah, it's weird. They're definitely warm winters, cold winters. I mean, last year was cold in Texas mm-hmm. pretty much. So we were able to put it in December 1st. Maybe if it was 80 degrees on December 1st, maybe not. But, yeah, I mean, you got to obviously use logic. Yeah. but. You know, you think about, especially these colubrids, these North American colubrids, there's one warm day during the spring, and the animals in the wild, they go out and they hunt and stuff, like it's spring, but then it'll be winter again, and then they go back and broom it. I mean, I think we're overthinking it. I mean, So are you still going to put a heater down there? Because you put a heater no. down there before. I didn't think you would no, need to. No, that was just time. a fail safe. I don't think I'll need it. I don't think you need it since it's still connected to the house. You know, like the shed didn't get anything from the apartment, but I think the basement gets some stuff. I don't, yeah, I don't think you'll need a heater in there this No, time. because I'm going to have a problem getting it cold enough. So once I get it cold enough. You're not trying to heat it back up at all. Yeah. No, I'll close the window. Yeah, just close it and then yeah. we'll be fine. No, so, I mean, I don't see any problem. It's just. I think people make a big deal out of too many things. With permission. 
with with everything in snakes, <laughs> with breeding snakes, with doing everything, it's all it's all fairly straightforward as well, uh, at least with, with what co- with, we do. with what we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We wouldn't say across the board, but no, but have. it's straightforward with what we have. And yeah. I don't know. Maybe you should play some Slayer for the Snakester information. I bet Riley would like that. Apparently it's Behemoth. Oh, that's what it was. Excuse me. Behemoth that, you know, busted my eardrums this weekend watching Riley's stories on Instagram. (laughs) Wow. Calling out Riley. Sure I am. Hey, Riley. (laughs) Uh, It's it's our own podcast. Just the two of us. I can do whatever I want. Let's talk about we're going to have cow kings which i've actually never bred before isn't that crazy yeah i've never the really kept king snake snakes breeder until... gets you but i mean it's not it's not much different right i mean i know kings oh shoot i'm nervous i'm gonna mix this up mm-hmm. kings and milks and then rats and corns are are separate but like they're the same at the same time right as far as breeding wise yeah, I feel like breeding. If you did a a genus breakdown of breeding wise, you, you don't you same. don't want to lump all the milks in with it because there's really really okay. So you can't breed them all. There's some more like central obscure milks, milks and stuff. Yeah, so you can't really lump the all like of those in there. Kings, corns, and rats. Most of the stuff in North America all will essentially breed the same way. Essentially, but you know, your kings, you're going to have things like neck biting and crazy stuff to consider, and obviously them eating each other. But there, there's more consideration to be taken. And but I'll do the same thing with incubating and doing everything. But we're going to have cow kings. We're going to have Brooks kings. We are going to have yeah. I, hot I really don't even know what those look like as babies, or like what I don't. Okay, this you is gonna be dumb. Know what they look but like in general. Yeah, I mean, right? Are we expecting like same clutch size from those in our Cali Kings? Yes, no. I don't. I don't know. I literally I don't even Brooks. know anything about Brooks. They are a larger animal than our Cal Kings, so I think we will okay. probably get more eggs out of. Because, like, with all of our corns, no matter the morph, I expect, or you know, I I expect all the same on average. We'll probably clutch size get with our corns, but clutches. with this year because well, they're big because they're bigger yeah but it's not like different between you know the sunglow tester or the miami i you know it's not it's not dependent on what they are but with i don't know what the brooks and the callies is it dependent on what they are produce i literally have no idea yeah do people even want brooks or is there gonna be a market for brooks yes i have no idea for all colubers <laughs> there is now, luckily. I feel like I don't really see Brooks ever at like shows no, or anything like often. that. Like I don't really see Brooks, so I don't know if people want them. Yeah, that would really I mean there's plenty of people breeding them, but no one's really really doing it. I mean, there's not like you're gonna find one at every show. I or mean you may show. find one, but yeah, and it may be a flipper or someone who uh-huh. got it from someone random, but Maybe we'll be the Brooks guys. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay. Although I like them, they're probably my favorite of all the kings. Yeah, you like them way more than I do. I could do without them. They're also like, honestly, so much better than cow kings. Excuse me. Not in looks, but work is that's the thing. And working with you them. have not held any of our king snakes, whether it be Brooks, cow kings, because they're so fifty fifty. 
our our, kings, our brooks are a lot more chill than the cow kings. Our cow kings are so it's like literally any day. I'm like I'm gonna catch you on the wrong day, and you're gonna bite me, and I'm not trying to do that. No, for most of them, every day is the wrong day. <laughs> and if they're not biting you, they're shitting on you. At least the ones that we have, we have like honestly, our MBK is like one of the calmest. Compared. Yeah, and she and he fucking bit me the other day. <gasps> the MBK bit yeah, you. Yeah, I was like, I was like, this is the one snake that I've never that you the didn't... one king snake I've never had to worry about and he fucking bit me the other day was it feeding day i don't know i was making a video and (laughs) that's crazy i didn't know that yeah i never thought i was doing this whole and i think part of what i was gonna say is that this is the one that doesn't bite me (laughs) i don't think anyone noticed but there's like blood on my hand for the rest of the what video is this this is the video you already put out no it's one where oh what was it I don't know what it was. It was one of the last like two actual YouTube videos that I put out. I need to actually but, go watch. But you them. can go, you can go catch that. Catch the you. blood on your hand. From yeah, the- <laughs> I'm surprised no one called it out in the comments or anything. <laughs> <laughs> one time uh, when I first got the the first lavender albino our mail that we have uh, in the unboxing video, I was like, "Yeah, here's our lavender cow king," and it looked like I was holding it, but really the cow king was holding on to my hand, was biting <laughs> you just onto my your hand. hand perfectly. So, so I just can... turned it so he couldn't see that it was biting me the whole time. But I was like, "Yeah, look at this," and I was acting like it wasn't biting me, but it was fucking latched onto me forever. The thing's hard to get off, and they're kind of uh, they're kind of like that. And once they kind of grab onto you, they hold on for some reason. The cow kinks, and I, I love especially working the with babies, them. especially and they're super the babies. innocent as far as like. Get, I really don't mind at all getting bit by them because it's kind of like it's so silly. Like they'll nudge your hand and then just open up their mouth and latch on. Like it's not a very strikey bite for the most part until you're talking about some of our sketchier adults and stuff like that. But. Yeah, they just latch on you, and it doesn't hurt at all. I mean, they have they have decent jaw pressure when you get an adult on you. I mean, they have that weird fat like pit bull like head, so they definitely have some jaw pressure. But the babies, it's just it's just funny. But <laughs> yeah, if you worked with them more, you might like the Brooks Kings more than the Cow Kings. The Brooks, okay, well, all just of our off Brooks, looks, the Brooks don't do it for me, which is weird because if you've ever seen a Brooks, like most people, it's like. I don't know. It's like the tipping on the scales is just crazy. Just the amount of pattern, you know, the tipping on the scales, kind of that speckling kind of a look to them. It doesn't. And the one we have is like yellow and purple. It's a faint lavender, but. We're not getting, you know how I feel about your color blindness when it comes to purple. <laughs> well, snake people like any don't hint of purple. Don't we have a purple. speckle too? Did we get a speckled? Or am I making that? No, up? I wish we had a speckled. What did we? You got? I don't know why we don't have a speckled. You got some baby that was dark. That's a Florida king. Yeah, Florida king. Do you see us doing anything more with those in the future? So Brooks is actually a small subset of Florida king. So I believe it's a subspecies of mm. the Florida king. So all. Brooks are king snakes from Florida's from Florida, but they're not Florida kings. <laughs> Just sounds stupid, but okay. Yeah, so I bet someone out there is mixing them. Um, yeah, duh. Duh. Just duh. like everything else. But okay, <laughs> but do you, you didn't answer my question. Still, yeah. do you see us in the future doing anything with the Floridas? Yeah, when uh, well, a lot of them 
are these like the flame line and the uh, there's hypo and I believe and but a lot of them just turn out to be a yellow snake. A lot of them never keep the original colors. Um, and then I believe that's James Lewis. He just mentioned the Appalachia king snakes, which we really really liked. That's the Goin Eye oh. or the Meansy Eye if you're into the new James taxonomy. Lewis. Or I shouldn't say his full name. Oh, James Lewis. Sorry. You, you don't... know his middle name? <laughs> I don't know. James Robert Lewis. <laughs> That's my brother's middle name. That's weird. You don't know how much we have talked about the Appalachian. I thought it was Appalachian. I've been thinking that the whole Appalachicola. time. <laughs> I, okay. It's, it's Appalachicola. Ap- when he typed that, I was reading it. I'm like, I don't know how to pronounce that word. Like, yeah. Okay. This whole time my brain's been telling me Appalachian. But, but we found. We have been talking about those since we saw. Like, I've almost to the point of been dreaming about them, which Lord never would have thought I said I'd be dreaming about snakes. Whew. What am I into? Unless it was a nightmare. Ew. I don't like that voice you just did. <laughs> that was like someone's mom. <laughs> Talking about was. nightmare. But like, Snakes are fucking disgusting. Nightmare. I really wish you would please not do that voice anymore. Oh, sorry. That's going to be the nightmare I have is you with you, that my voice. My nightmare is going <laughs> to be your coughing from earlier in your voice. Sorry, it's going to continue. I literally have been sick for the past three podcasts. Let's just acknowledge how ridiculous that is. But, sorry, Simply Serpents, we have been talking so much about the Appalachian. And I never heard of them before we saw them at this random pet store in, like, where were we? We were close to my parents. We were in Mebane. Mebane, North Carolina. Yeah, no one in the world has ever heard of. Who's from Mebane? Who's even heard of Mebane, North Carolina? No one. I did it until my parents moved there. But literally one of the most beautiful one of the most beautiful snakes I've, like, ever seen. Like, I loved it. Yeah, it was, it was orange with a black. But red, but red at the same time, and the stripe was perfect. Oh, yeah. both. No, one was a little bit better, but I would still give them both perfect stars. Perfect stars. <laughs> perfect stars. <laughs> <laughs> I give it six stars. Perfect stars. Six. <laughs> that, well, no, I was, it's five. Because who uses that reading? Who uses a perfect uh. star? <laughs> it's a perfect ten or five stars. There is no perfect stars. <laughs> Um, it was just awesome and like it was it was to the point where i was like okay do we go into debt for this do we chance paying rent for this they were both males but still yes that was that was what really was like okay we're out but like to the point where y'all call us crazy i went through okay so we asked the 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 worker there like, where did y'all get these? And they're like, oh, the owner went to the, the Greensboro, North Carolina, like, reptile show recently and, like, picked them up. And I wanted these things so bad to the point that I messaged every vendor on the list. First of all, I Googled and found the list for the Because Greensboro we know if show. someone's breeding yeah, this, they must I, have better ones. I went through and looked up every vendor on the list for this show and thought and messaged every single possible one that might have had this 
Apicola, however you say that. Apalachicola. <laughs> Apalachicola. Literally, I went like a crazy person. I was like, do you do you know who had this snake? Like, please tell us. Please tell us you know who had this snake. Like, I want to know who had it. And we came up with no luck. But, like, I felt like such a crazy person. But it was to that point that I wanted this snake. But I didn't want to pay the pet store price. I felt like an, like, an extreme couponer. Like yeah. going for the extra mile trying to get the good deal <laughs> on this item. And unfortunately, we, didn't have, we couldn't find it. Yeah, but like, I mean, they must have gotten it off of like, who knows? They got it off of like Outback table. Well, it they got, it, it was a been, flip of a flip of a flip. Or it could have been one of the vendors who aren't on Facebook. So we had no way or any, you know, any sort of it's internet. It's either thing. that crazy colubric guy at your local show who doesn't have Facebook or anything like that. And or it's just a person who, you know, it's Outback or someone who resells. So. Somewhere in between that, we cannot get. But I'm still determined. I just don't want to pay pet store price. Yeah, we've seen some nice ones out there, but they haven't compared to what we saw. Yeah, and uh, I know Daniel Parker at Sunshine Serpents, like Brandon's been putting up, he has some. But I've seen the one that I want, and I need to find. There you go. Oh, that Brandon, one's much more like Brandon. It. There you the go. second one you just sent us is much because it's a stripe. Oh, but no, but the head was like almost all black. Yeah, that it was, was a little cool bit darker. Thing. It was just more saturated. It was the there color, was such but... a difference between the head and the body. But that one's also but probably a little stri- bit older. The stripe is perfect. Yeah, you did show me. They don't keep it as they get older. Yeah, but. Yeah, it had a perfect stripe and didn't have much side pattern, and the side was very clean, which was sweet. Yeah, so if anyone all over the world, any all of our, over the world, all over across uh, the rainbow, unless I mean we're not paying importation fees, our right, listeners, folks? So if you find Apalachicola <laughs> or Goinai, it's much easier to say Goinai at your local reptile show. Message, message us pictures. We will literally. Make it happen. You buy them. We we will send you money and buy them if they're good and beautiful. Like and I, you I, can I mark make them up happen. by ten percent, five percent. Charge us a little bit extra. Yeah, <laughs> no, just making- we just will don't want to pay the pet store prices for them as much as I love them. The pet store is charging what like one fifty for one. It was like one fifty for one. Which- and there's a ball python guy out there like you fucking pussies. <laughs> <laughs> like I paid thirteen grand for some <laughs> shit looking snake. Ten years ago, <laughs> as much as I love them, I'm not gonna pay one fifty for one when I know when I know I can find someone for, for like fucking 60. sixty. Bucks. Yeah, yeah, like I I'm just not gonna know. do it. I'm not gonna do yeah. it. Yeah. So local pet store people or local pet shows, reptile shows, be our little hunters. <laughs> Go find them. <laughs> okay. Um, Mike Kaziski, Kaziski. Wow. I don't, I don't know how to say it exactly. But okay, so Kosicki why are you saying would, wow? Would be my... He said, I think a lot of Kingsnake people have moved into Brooks. It ignored the Goinai means I the last few years because they've not been around. Yeah, I mean, I don't see many people working with them much at all. They do kind of, once they get to adulthood, I mean, they do have a similar look. But I think the one thing that the Goinai have is the fact that you get pair, like more pattern variations. So... Even though things like you can have mosaics. Holy shit. Does anyone hear her still coughing back there? Are you alright? <laughs> holy shit. 
months. So, I mean, there's mosaics and stuff, but there's no actual pattern variation, to be honest. They all kind of end up looking the same, but yeah, whatever. I mean, people look... I mean, I don't know why things like uh, the black king snakes aren't a big thing as far as I believe they're eastern blacks. They're not Mexican blacks, but eastern blacks. I mean, there's plenty of really cool king snakes and rat snakes here in the u.s that just no one's messing with like i don't i don't know why baird's rats can be orange and purple but they're 75 dollars each and no one gives a shit it doesn't make any sense to me why there's so many good looking snakes and i mean even things like um which i know they're a pain in the ass but things like coach whips and racers things that are really cool looking I mean, I don't know why there's absolutely zero people working with them, but that's the state of the hobby, folks. It doesn't always matter what they look like or how cool they are, because sometimes it takes a lot of work to get them to the point where, you know, you breed them and you keep them or you get them feeding and then you don't, you put all that work in and then I guess no one really cares to buy it because... You know, that's the thing about speckled kings when we were in Texas is people would just say, hey, I can find one in my backyard. Well, I don't know. I think they're cool. I think they're really cool. I think speckled king snakes are some of the coolest native snakes, and no one really cares. Same with black black rats. Why do you even? Yeah, no. Why? I'm against you on that. I have literal no. The only reason I didn't get pissed at you for buying. What? Yeah. The only reason I didn't get pissed at you for buying the black rats is because they cost you $15. That's the only reason I wasn't mad. But I have no interest in them. They do nothing for me. They're, like, not even all black. They're just partially black. And it just... Who? What? Yeah. If you're going to go all black, I want another MBK. Like, I just don't understand the interest in black rats i want a calico yeah yeah calicos white sided i think there's just yeah that's our that's my next like remember when i told y'all i pop in i'm gonna be popping in for some white sideds or some calico soon here because i really like the white sideds yeah dallas rua already got the the leg up on that interest but we're gonna be doing it too maybe that's the thing he picked up a few things that i i've been really i know it's like he's like in your brain like the diet is i didn't i don't i didn't speak that out to the world at all i don't he's like the google thing that like you think about it and it shows up in your search results like yeah dallas Rue was just like picking up all these things that you like yeah yeah, all these things that you like like. (laughs) he's picking them up like i haven't told he knew about the slowinski eye and me obviously but he didn't know about uh the other stuff (laughs) i know it's weird which is just funny but but it's cool but yeah um i don't even know what we were talking about before that but i like and ryan asked about spilotes which i think spilotes obviously there's like the tiger rat snake and some old world rat snakes or central american rat snakes or whatever the hell they are um sorry i just totally blew that geography people don't worry one person's out there fucking pounding on there whatever the hell they listen to this on but uh spilotes i'm guessing he meant by gray rat snake which i don't have well that's not true what i want is white oak gray rats that is 
Quite frankly, if you're keeping gray rat snakes, I'm sorry, but that's the one you should be keeping <laughs> because, I mean, there's really nothing nothing else that I see that catches my eye besides those um, white oaks. And if you haven't seen what a white oak gray rat looks like, nice crack in my voice, gray rats are typically obviously gray and pretty. And these are gray also, but it's a much lighter gray-like background color and almost like a, a very light gray with with gray saddles. Wow. And that, that sounds stupid. A light stupid. gray with gray that saddles. Like, that sounds very stupid. <laughs> sounds gray. It cool. sounds exactly like what a gray rat snake should Just look like. Gray. But basically, it's a lighter version of a gray rat snake. And no it, interest. It looks like some type of hypo. And if it I'm going to go gray, I'm going to go anery. My, our my, anery look ones at how that cool are gray. This is. No, it's just gray. Wow. Again, I'm going to go my anery corns in that route. They're my, it, like, I still don't even love those that much. Except yeah, you a, don't like anything gray. No. Who likes the color gray? You'll never meet a person on earth who's, you ask, oh, what's your favorite color? Gray? Nah. Yeah, but you look at those, those just pop out as far as... Again, you, you ask what kind of colors pop out, you'll never hear anyone say gray. No, but there's something striking about that snake. Doesn't do it for me. There's... It's a real, it's a real like colubrid guy's colubrid. <laughs> I mean, that's a just... real colubrid, a guy's snake. It's a real guy's guy. No, like, but you know, it's a nuanced. <laughs> it's a nuanced type of thing. But oh, Ryan, you were talking about Spilotes, like the. So you were talking about the tiger rats? If so, fuck no. You guys can keep that shit. You should probably fast forward in 10 years. I have like five Spilotes or something like that. Uh, yeah, Brandon said Spilotes are the tiger rats and puffing snakes. Yeah, I have zero interest on in things that smell even more than what I already have. Plus hate me even more than things I already have. Like it's called a fucking puffing snake because it fucking hates you. That's just fact. So, yeah, I'm good, man. Those they just get honestly, they just get a little bit too big and hard to handle at that size. It's a, it's a mixture between the smell, the size, the uh, the housing of them and uh yeah. Yeah, I can keep that. That's just like, yeah, Brandon mentioned scrub pythons. That's kind of the same thing. Just a lot more work than I mean, what I like is like the easiest stuff to keep, which isn't intentional. But why? Why would I have to do anything else if what I have just makes my life easy? And it's you know, and I think that they're awesome. So I'm really focused on getting you know. I want Everglades rats. I want yellow rats. I want to complete a lot of the native kings and rat snakes, even like. The chain kings. I mean, some of the even the common stuff that I don't have, speckled things like that. Um, the white sided speckles are just wild. Um, some people produce some real good ones of those, but there's really not much out of the U.S. besides the diadem rat snakes that I'm interested in. Well, Brandon asked earlier. So, like, what about the python uh, pythons? Are they just like pets for life? Yeah. I mean, maybe it's a. I feel like those are one of the questions. Like, if you come into money, like I think if we come into money, also people, it's going to be valuable that I have an adult water python 
and an adult male python and an adult female olive python. So there's going to be more of a chance that someone will do a breeding loan with See, us. I was about than to say that you're versa. you're really not into breeding loans very much. No, but I like. But for the I occasionally stuff. like poke at him. I'm like, why don't we do it? I mean, I've even poked at Owen. Cough, cough. I don't even know if Owen off. listens no. to our podcast. Eric will, so he'll Eric tell him. Eric will. Yeah, <laughs> Owen doesn't. Thanks, Owen. Uh, but it's okay, because I don't listen to yours either. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was very succinct. Well, I do, so it's just like... It's, <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same dynamic, really. Um, I poked in Owen's ear, and I poked in your ear, like, with those olives. Like, let's make it happen. And then I mean, Eric has them. Wa- and who, Owen else, has, who else has water? They both. They do. both have both. Yeah. Yeah, like they have pairs though. We, I don't care. They can <laughs> have care. more. <laughs> who can't have too many waters? Like we live in the same state now. Like I don't know. Maybe Owen not for long. Um, <laughs> but we live in the same state, so let's make it happen. I don't know why not. There's not a well, bazillion. Well, then you talk to Eric, and, uh, and it's not po- like our adults. Yeah, but you have the more credibility. Our animals aren't adults. Oh, really? They're yeah. big as shit. Plus, They're they have adults. their own pairs. How old is our olive? Oh, God, my voice. Three? How old I want to give her till five. Oh, I mean, she's like three and a half. Never mind. Four. How old's the water? Uh, Two and a half, maybe. And when do you breed those? I would want to wait the same. People could, you could probably breed them at four. So there's still two years. I think okay, people could never even mind. breed them at there three. There goes all that... <laughs> two years. Yeah, you're talking ask, out of your ass. This whole ask thing. us in two years, Brandon, and maybe we'll have some breeding loans, and my voice will be back. Well, yeah, like Ryan said, a male can breed multiple females, but the thing with the olives, things like the olive, is for whatever reason, males need stimulation with other males. It seems so. Most people actually buy two point one, so they'll buy two males to every female because. They can't seem to stimulate breed. Well, I mean, a bunch of people have done it, but it's easier to stimulate breeding if you have an extra Another male one. to kind of compete with the one male. So that's kind of the idea there, which is why we're not really in the best position to breed olive pythons. Or to do a breeding, like we don't have as much to offer, you're saying? No, just in many in many ways. It's just a large animal. It's just... It's not something that we could use all of our resources to, like, breed olive pythons. Eventually, we'll, like, strike out. We'll, you know, it's not like I breed a bunch of stuff that I know I can breed. Can, we'll breed. And that sounds bad. Like, I'm not testing myself. And that's not completely true. But once I get to a comfortable position to where I can play around with more of this stuff and I'm not worried about, you know, I want to actually make this a business, so me experimenting with how to breed olive pythons maybe wouldn't be the we'll be some, best we'll allotment be, of my You'll energy. do it when it's Lanyap. Yes, exactly. Sure. Brandon said breeding loans with olives are very scary because you can end up... Wait, no, no, no. This needs your voice. You can go away right now. Breeding loans with olives are very scary because you can end up with a dead male very easily. And I don't know why. So I need you to, you can't go to the bathroom. Olive pythons eat each other. Is that good enough? Oh, okay. Yeah, but, oh, 
But you would, I mean, I feel like breeding loans with all of all of or Owen, but with Owen and Eric, those are people we would trust. No, no, and he's s- saying we have a female, and if they gave us a male, it may never come back because. Okay, but what if female- we give go pee, go pee? But what if we give it to them? Like we trust them enough, we would give our olive or our water. We would. Oh, okay, wait, never mind. Joe says if you're doing breeding loans, you should... It was just true, I forgot that. You shouldn't move the female, you should move the male. But then it's them trusting us with their male that we won't let it get eaten, which we won't, but, I mean, that's obviously a lot... That's a lot of risk. But if, I mean, if they're willing to, Eric and Owen, PSA, in two years, let's make it happen. Or... Joe and I will just win the lottery, and we'll buy another olive and another water. Um, and Ryan brought up earlier that I won't let Joe sell the the water, and that's the one thing that doesn't fit into any project. But he's I will never let him sell that water. I think that is one of the most gorgeous things I've ever seen. The olive, I'm a little bit less. The jungles, sorry, Riley, I'm okay without them. <laughs> Um, Riley actually said earlier, like, you should just get more jungles. And then he literally said, like, all will be right with the world. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) Yeah, but the thing is, also... There's already guys who make the best There's looking the good jungle. carpet you guys. Can't get, you yeah. can't get any better looking jungles than are already out there. So why would you even fuck with it, in my opinion? I mean, that's not to say, hey, guys, like, carpet pythons are dead. Don't ever No, breathe. no. No, that so. means jungles, but... in my opinion, I can't. You know, like we were talking about before. And finding your niche that own... won't be our own. Like, no. we could do it. It will not be as it, good. But it as... wouldn't be our own. Um. Yeah, I don't know. And, I mean, it would be cool to do olive pot, like, because once you breed a species like that, like, people do pay attention to a degree, you know? <laughs> Ryan, or Riley says, more, more, more. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... Jungles that- are insane. I do admit that, like, I've seen some gorgeous ones, and people continue to produce gorgeous ones, but I don't know. It. I don't feel... In it, I'm the I'm a more person, totally. The I'm a more person, and that's not enough for me. Why? Why you make that face? <laughs> that's kidding. me. Like I, I love line breeding and making the beautifulest. That's again not a word. Damn, what's that? Um, well, make, that's, you would line breed jungles as well. Yes. Yeah, so, well, no, no. That's what I was hinting. At. I'm like, I love the line breeding <laughs> aspect. Like I do, but more than that, I I like difference. And to me. I, I'm not a person who would be okay with just line breeding. Like as much as I love it, and I I I like the trying to be like, oh, I'm gonna make an even brighter yellow or even darker black, or you know, choosing that one thing out of line breeding that you want to work on. I understand that, and I see that, and I feel that. But I feel that. <laughs> I like <laughs> I like the more more. And something stuck with me that Stu Tennyson once told me. And Stu's been breeding gray band king snakes since the 70s. So he picked a species that has variation. You never exactly know what's coming out of that egg. And I was like, one time I was like, you know, you had so many black milk snakes. Like, why would you get rid of black milk snakes? He's like, because every baby comes out exactly the same. Once you breed them once. 
Like, what's the difference? Every year is just the same. Why are you doing it? You're not getting any further. You're not doing anything different. I feel like that's kind of the way I would feel with the olive pythons and water pythons. But yes and no, because it would be a feat to breed them the first time. I just don't see why I would need to breed them year after year unless I have financial investment. In it, unless I'm Nick Munn, who has financial investment in it, and he can sell them. For me, it wouldn't be that way like i just don't see it like that and and that's kind of silly because with the corn snakes i'm line breeding stuff that comes out similar every time but that's just i don't know why i'm drawn to something else but i'm just looking to if i'm going to be the rare snake guy i would rather be the rare north american colubrid guy rather than the rare python guy i mean it's hard being the rare python guy and the corn snake guy that doesn't make any sense Look at the jungle standing right now. Yeah, the jungle's in hunting position. Ready to kill us right now if we open that. I also selfishly, it's like I'm a wuss and I'm never gonna be a hundred percent comfortable with the jungles. And so I selfishly And you'd don't probably want be you... a lot better off with some of the with two of our jungles than than a lot of the king right. snakes. <laughs> I just don't want to go that way. Um, so I like my corns where I'm like, I can confidently reach into many of their tubs. Jungles, I'm still not there yet, and I don't know if I'll ever be. So yeah. that's just totally a selfish thing. But um, Brandon of Morelli House said he's about to have eight jungles when his next package comes in. Oh, shit. So he's going to be the scrub, scrubs gu- for the scrub guy and the jungle guy, Brandon? You're going to be well, both? Well, he's also the he's the snobby jungle guy because <laughs> he has gelatins and stuff like that. He has the jungles that don't even look like jungles, but, you know, the true hardcore jungle people like cream over. It's just a hardcore dude. <laughs> it's just Brandon. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's one of those things where it's like Brandon bread scrubs. Now, like, no matter what, it's so silly because like we talked to Lawrence, he's like, just my four years of experience with these snakes, you know, accounts for something. It's a different system. So it's like Brandon bread scrubs, but no one's like, oh, Brandon Wheeler, like he only produced one clutch this year. You know, who is he to like, no, dude, he bred scrubs. And that that's you, like a fucking feat. Like, that, that gives you a certain legitimacy. That's like just Olympic. To... If there's the Olympics of states, like Brandon, you got a medal for that. We don't get no medal. Wow, that sounded so kind of, excuse Bruh. me. We don't we get, get no medals. <laughs> we don't get medals <laughs> for our breeding corn sticks. We get like not even honorable mention, but like. <laughs> You get medals. That's Olympic. Well, yeah, it's just different things, right? It's I don't know, and that maybe that would be cool if if I just got a pair of Helma Harris scrubs. Chances are, they're gonna die. So it's like, no, I wouldn't do. I don't know. I just I have respect for people that go about it that way because it is such a cool thing to do, and we need that. And I want to do more of that, but my contribution to that is having louisiana pines or having black racks rat snakes or... which i'm telling uh simply serpents to come steal from us every day no that would be the dumbest thing you would ever do I'm, uh, is there a okay like i asked earlier is there a market for books is there a market for louisiana pines? now louisiana pine i snakes never hear about be, them ever they can't be moved out of state so they so went from only they went from about 150 dollars each 
to I saw them at Tinley for five hundred dollars, which I mean is whatever because it's just me and Jay Jacoby who are also in um Pennsylvania. Oh wow, that sucks. That we're so so and, and my stock is so from why are we him gonna breathe? Well. Oh, so why are we gonna breathe them then if we can only sell them to other PA people and he's here? Well, because my female is just ridiculous looking. Is there enough PA people though? What are the clutch sizes of Louisiana pines? If you if you have a Louisiana pine that produces eight or more eggs, then you do not have a pure Louisiana pine. So at least from really strict people. I mean, if you post a clutch up on Patofis uh, enthusiast of a Louisiana pine uh-huh. and, and it has seven eggs, people are like, eh, that's not one. That shit may have something else so in it. So we expect like really five eggs. Louisiana pines, four to six is oh, really okay. the range. We can find four people. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> the- and it, that's something cool that um, James Lewis said that's not true, but that's from my understanding of what people believe. Other people believe. Yes. He and said he had one with 11. Yeah, but yeah, I mean that that makes perfect sense. I'm just saying what people say in the people hobby. Tend and I'm to sure, not. and I'm sure because, and I mean, I wouldn't tell many people that he collected those animals himself. I would kind of keep that on the down low, more so <laughs> in the <Why>? chat. But, <laughs> uh, because when he, it's an endangered animal. Oh, you're not supposed to go collect that. Yes, of course. Oh, not. Shh, shh, James Lewis, be quiet. Um, but, uh, Brandon said yeah, you can what... still ship them with an interstate commerce permit, right? Yeah, just like the Indigos, you can ship how them much with a that? permit. I'm not sure how to do it. You gotta go through Fish and Wildlife. We should I don't try think it. it's well, a, I... it's a red tape thing. It's, it's a lot I guess of work. part but... of me is like, we should try it, but if they only make four or five eggs, then it's not worth it. Cause I'm sure we would find four people in PA, in PA yeah. that would want it. So not. Yeah. Not worth it. So James said that he collected them before. Okay. Legis- like decades ago. Yeah, you yeah. have to be like. You, you got an old friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, shoot. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, we talking but yeah, about the pines. Why, what do you think it was? I mean, totally off subject. But like, why do you think they didn't go last year? I don't think that they were big enough. That's pretty much How it. How old are they? Um, I think they were coming up on three years last okay. year, but I mean, they're not exactly your run of the mill colubrid. I think they may have just needed another year and I don't feed them heavy. That's one right. thing. I don't really make them fat at all. So I think maybe they just need another year and okay. plus maybe I need to cohab them. You know, I just kind of introduce them for days at a time. Maybe I need to keep them in there for a certain amount of time. I don't like doing that, but. God, especially as devil. There's such devils. That scares the fuck out of me to cohab. But apparently, um, you know, just things that are not as straightforward to breed sometimes, as we've seen through the people we've had on, sometimes it's just best to keep them together all year round just to make sure that the job gets True, done. True, we've had a lot more cohab people on lately. Now, they have bigger, you know, bigger enclosures. But yeah, it's not like they'll eat each other. I'm not worried about that, but... I'm just worried about 
I just don't like having two large snakes Scares in a tub me. together. It's just it's just small. They don't have appropriate ways to get away from each other. Right. And, we don't have the yeah. setup right for them. Um, Mike said everyone says the process for black and LA pines is way more arduous than for indigos. That's weird. I think it's just because people are used to doing it for indigos, so I feel like there's a there's a carved path, but maybe just for the blacks and Louisiana's I don't know. It should be the same process, but there may be something else going on there. I'm not sure. I'm not worried about it because I'm just I'm just worried about producing them. And that, and the that's thing another is, it's thing. like not even worry about it because it's like if they don't. No, yeah, it's, it's no, whatever. It's but no skin off our tail. Skin off our back. Skin off our <laughs> or back. Or our tail. We don't have tails, do we? No, Only skin you. Skin off maybe. our back. Um, but. It would be nice if they serve a purpose other than fucking hissing at me all the time. Yeah. Um. And he said, what's a good body weight for female pines? No idea. Just, I wouldn't <laughs> even dream of, of weighing them. I don't, I don't weigh any colubrids. I don't know if there's people who, who are out there <laughs> breeding colubrids, but. Brandon said, just label it a corn snake. Yeah. And then when someone takes it home, they'll call us up and be like what the fuck is well, my corn snake doing i can just tell them it's a bull snake and i mean and then they'll believe it yeah you can't be- really tell there's the so many i can't tell i would definitely believe it mm-hmm. um and when yeah, did they get protected under when did that become a thing? literally uh, just a couple months ago really yeah it should be like if you had them before you could do it i don't know there should be some type of proof that we have, have captive before. bred animals and you should be able to do interstate commerce with animals that are proven to be captive bred. That but, right, that haven't been taken. If we didn't take it from the, a... if we didn't take it from the wild, if it doesn't infa- affect the wild population, why does it matter what the fudge we do with it? Fudge. I was trying to not say the F word anymore. Yeah. Um like, I know it I shouldn't just, like, matter. It doesn't affect the wild population, so I mean, obviously, someone no, but it, potentially, it's... eventually, release it. But I don't get why it matters. If you're selling them out of Pennsylvania and they exist in a very small sliver of Texas and a yeah, small sliver of Louisiana, <laughs> but the thing is, I mean, no, it's just. Why would anyone smuggle it from Louisiana? All to buy? the way, yeah. I mean, they should just keep track of animals somehow. They're never going to. Uh, they're never going to want to put the effort in to actually do the work that should be done. Which I mean, I understand snakes aren't really a big deal for most people, so they just think that it will an outright ban on commerce will just be a remedy that's easy for everyone. But it sucks for us sometimes. But I'll always have them, I guess, and yeah, they don't produce a lot of babies, so I'll get to keep a bunch of babies. Yeah, Brandon was like, if they only produce three, you're probably going to want to keep them back. No, you're not having any fine babies. If they're this devil as an adult, I can only imagine what their babies are like. They're, it's a weird snake to where kind of the older that they get, they stand their ground a lot more. So when they're babies... They're pretty much primarily runners. And then as they get older, they stand their like, ground, oh, which is typically wanna, like I the opposite go yeah. of what people, of other animals out there. So, yeah, now that mine are adults, they pretty much all hiss, rattle, 
they put on the whole display for you because they have that size that's intimidating. As babies, they don't do that as much. But either way, they're runners all the time. So uh, James says it's just ours. He's like, mine aren't that way. And I feel like we've gotten that bad. Uh, what's the? I'm I'm trying to do too many expressions tonight. We've gotten the short end of the stick with that. Like with our hog nose, so many other people are like, oh, mine are like that. Mine are like that. And ours are like, I just feel like it keeps happening that we get those like devil ones and everyone else is like mine are not that way <laughs> just like, yeah i don't I know mean, why we then keep we have a, that. we have a really calm water python which true which and that's all i know and i'm like a pe- yeah all i know is the calm one like i could get the water python out right now and i want to be i've cleaned the water python's tub no problem um so i guess it's just and part of it out. is i'm not handling pines ever i mean i used to a little bit but you just they shit on you. They they <laughs> yeah. musk you every single time. And I mean, I don't need to mess with them at all. I can just let them be. But, um, Dan asked if Garrett vents any shows in PA. I don't know. Ask Garrett, man. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Probably Pennsylvania. I think he does the Pittsburgh shows, which we've been kind of like thinking of going out, but it never really works out. Because what, usually so the Oaks is the same weekend. It will probably be like next year, maybe if they have a September show, we might vend in Pittsburgh. Um, but it, just with the timing of us moving here, and surprisingly, like you can't just email those people like two weeks in advance and like, hey, can I get a table? Like they. And then you go to the show and you realize that they have zero standards of anyone who's behind yeah, a like, fucking table. Surprising with these shows, like even with the Oak Show, which is just like nothing. They you, vet no they, one though. But they, yeah, off. I mean they they sell out those tables real quick, so it's like it's weird how quickly you have to get in them, despite them being such low level shows. So I think in the future we'll do. I think I, I think Garrett does do Pittsburgh or Ham or something in PA. I feel like I heard about that. Yeah. Um, and so definitely in the future, we'll do some other PA ones. But right now, it, it's crazy. It's like, oh, our first show, this is probably going to be our only show for a ever. long time. <laughs> Not ever, but like probably yeah. till next year, at around, you know, September of next year, this will, we won't do another one until then. Well, that's why I'm hoping to get other things for us to sell. So hopefully we'll maintain just a few other corn snakes. And then also, I want to always have animals and other things. So, but we I'm trying would never to figure do a show out. that's just other things. So, even though we're yeah. trying to work out other things, it's still again probably we won't be in another show till September of next year. Yeah, just and it's of- like now you you know why people just buy wholesale lot. Like it was so tempting at Tinley. It's like I could have just bought a whole lot. Um, they were selling twenty five dollars each, like at some random table for pretty much a whole bunch of morphs, like crazy corn corn snakes. Yeah, and it's like, okay, yeah, I could have talked them down to fifteen dollars each and sold them all like easily. Not sold them. Wait, you said they were selling them. You mean buying? Yeah, yeah, and I could have bought them all and then resold them. And it's like, yeah, no wonder that's so tempting for someone to do because we want to keep the stock you know all year round but at least where we're at i mean i don't want to all of our babies come out in the summer i don't want to be holding on to that that whole time and yeah by the time you come around to selling them they're like i don't know they're large but 
I'm I guess. To, I mean, it's not. I'm ready to get ours out. Like it's November now. I'm ready to get our. I'm ready to be done yeah. with our babies to get started for next year. Yeah, I mean, we have so many babies that are being held. There's a whole rack of babies being held back. So it's like, yeah, I need to focus on them. But I still want to have animals available, obviously, for people to buy. And it sucks that we're not going to have animals available. Like, we how do people vend fucking? February Tinley or whatever. I don't know it is. how they how they have snakes available. You just have such a big collection that you have March. it available. Yeah, I mean, if you're a colubrid person, then either you offset your season, so you do a winter season and a summer season. Uh, otherwise, I don't, I don't envision us ever have enough snakes in February to do a show. Like, I don't, I don't think we ever will. Mm. Well, yeah, we will. Really? I don't know. I hope not. I don't, like I don't want <laughs> because to it's have like the that. and it's also the more years you do it, the more people know who you are, and the easier and your snakes you, sell. Yeah, and yeah. it's like so. Yeah, I feel like I don't know if we will ever. But I want to be able to go to shows, but there's just no reason to. That goes back to what we were saying before. There's just not that necessity. But I think when we're going deeper into some of the things that we've been talking about doing. Then there'll be a need for us to do it. Dan, uh, ooh, sorry, I just responded to Dan, but I was thinking about Brandon. Brandon said we should vend white planes, which I would love to, but that's another one. You have to get in or Like, is there even any space? I feel like it's all taken up. And then I'll be in the annex room like a fucking redheaded stepchild. <laughs> like a little bitch. <laughs> you know, can I, can I be in the real fucking show, You want to be at the adult table for Thanksgiving? Yes, Thank I want to be at the fucking big kid's table, motherfucker. <laughs> Give me bar checks because he doesn't show up anymore at the White Plains. Give me his table. What the fuck? Wow. Yeah, so White Plains, I would love that just because that's like your home. And I feel like that would be cool to do that. But... Yeah, we got to get some street cred and get in there, I guess. No, you just need to fucking know people. And yeah, that's what street cred and is. Be on, no, you got to be on a list. There's a there's a waiting there's list. There's a short but, list for yeah. that. Um, and then Tom asked, how's the Amazon Gibra cage doing? How do you think? Seeps? I mean, I don't know what it's supposed to look like. <laughs> I mean, the, like the pathos right? don't grow. Yeah, it's not. There's not a. Much. There's not a whole plethora of <laughs> pathos going on. I think. I think we may actually have too many, too much lighting on them. But I've the, been the Chinese the light evergreen off. has grown quite a bit. I've been turning the light off earlier than you want to. Yeah, well, that's fine. Because they're they're a low light plant, and we have lights on them. I mean, they should survive. Otherwise, they do. They're surviving. Well. They're just not like thriving. And I, and I do trim them. Okay, so okay. that's part of it. But yeah, they're not exactly like thriving in there. But the Amazon just hangs out in the back. Like, like I just get scared whenever I go to turn the light off. I'm like, this little shit is gonna pop out and like go after. Like I don't like when I can't see him. I like when I know he, where he is. I like I know his spot. He sits. When he's out, he's right by the, uh, what do you call that? The probe. The probe. Yeah. yeah. If he's out, he's right on the probe. If he's gone, I literally have no idea where he is, and that scares me so much. I don't like <laughs> I don't like not being able to see the animal, he, especially that little Yeah, he hangs, he hangs behind the pothos, and then he'll go up and perch, but the perch, like, he won't perch by itself, which Amazons typically don't, but he'll perch 
while hugging the probe. So uh-huh, uh-huh. he doesn't want to just hug on the pipe, on like the regular pipe that is across. Right. But there's a probe there. and He wants the probe. Yeah, he seems okay as long as a probe's there. And it doesn't seem, he never gets like the actual heat part. So it's not like he's changing the temperature of the enclosure at all. <laughs> he just he's really just, likes the probe thing. Yeah, so whatever. I mean, I can move it out of the ways, but I mean, that gives him a good spot to hang out under the hot spot. So, I mean, no harm, no foul, since he's not like, he's not like covering up the probe to where it doesn't work or anything. I mean, he's. Uh huh. <laughs> Uh, Mike said there's a show close to Mebane. I'm shocked. Where? Because all the cities close to Mebane are small. I mean, there's like Burlington or... Uh, my parents live near well, Burlington. Well, there's the Raleigh show. Yeah, but that's not close. Yeah. It, it's what his definition close of close is. Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Greensboro and Chapel Hill and Durham and Raleigh are all the other big cities. Um, and Brandon's calling me out for my wussiness and I'm ignoring him. Um, oh no but he's like even last night this morning i was because usually when i go in the morning and i turn on the light he already knows that it is time time and he'll go away already so and this morning he didn't and then i put my hand and then i just see this like little shadow coming out i'm so scared i'm so scared i'm so scared (laughs) i was like okay yeah you should have known he was out you should have been able to see him now i saw him draping just out of the corner of my eye and then pulled my hand back out and then put it back in once i figured out where he was and was able to avoid him but uh Riley, yes, we are still talking about the ATB, and he was saying they like narrow perching and sprawling on so I feel like ours doesn't really sprawl. Well, no, he just wants more points of contact. Like, he wants that probe, like something about the probe. It's the... Because he's, he's not really sprawl. He's not like sprawling out. Like he's still kind of he... skinny, but it's it's skinny and outward to get the probe. Because like I have, I have this green netting, like the green, I don't know how to explain yeah, it. But, yeah, yeah. So basically he could like, chill and sprawl over that if he wants to but he does kind of do more of a green tree perch than i would real than i, I would expect him to he doesn't sprawl. but he won't do the green tree perching without the probe he needs <laughs> there's the no other place and... he will not ne- he will not go on the perch any other place in near that probe. yeah and and if he is then he's he's on the perch but the second half of his body is like on the pothos it's spread all over the enclosure and he's like like that's when he's that's when he sprawls but like the light is off he is on that probe on the perch he is not sprawling i feel like when he was in the tub he liked that green netting a little bit more no he would always go in the corner of the tub to where there's like a little lip and he would just hang out on the lip instead of being on the perch he would hang out on the lip of the the tub. tub So you pull out the tub and he would fall yeah. off of it. <laughs> like, because he was on the fucking Yeah, like he's a weird little guy. It's he's he's not like what I would ex- you know what other people say ATVs are like, but he I'm so scared to turn the light off in there cuz I know he's ready to jump out. And sometimes we forget that I forget that we have in it. You would think that would be the snake that we remember the most and see the most cuz it's in the living room. I forget. See in the least. When people like ask me about what snakes I have, we forget the ATB. I'll be like, oh shit, yeah, there's the ATB. Like I just feed him like once every two weeks, and other than that, man, it's like he doesn't exist because he'll he'll know because we'll like go upstairs and he knows once the TV's off and we're not in there, <laughs> he can come out. Now. So it's like 
it's like the one snake that doesn't get we had the green tree in the same situation but the green tree seemed to get stressed with the tv and us oh, being uh, out there because the green tree is always in the open because green trees are right we always saw ball pythons but on the sticks ATV hides and stuff and but so, yeah but the atv is more dynamic you know yeah I forget he's there until I remember that. But he certainly wants to I will never forget the day you bought him and you just put him in my hand like there wasn't a 95% chance that Uh he was going to bite me. The fact that you didn't bite me, I'm still very thankful. But when I think about ATBs now, oh my gosh, why did I hold that thing from the first day you bought it? That was so ridiculous and I still hate you for it. But we are past our time. I have work tomorrow. We really did it. I'm proud of us. Um, and I guess since technically, like, we are the guests this week. And we uh, are the guests? What are you talking? Just wait. <laughs> okay. Since we are technically, like, the guests this week, we can answer Simply Serpent's question <laughs> of what is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten, Joseph? What's the weirdest thing I've ever eaten? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't think I've really eaten many weird things. Um, now you go first. Okay. Um, I think I've actually brought this up on the podcast before. When I was in high school, we went to New York, um, for one of my classes and we went to a dim sum restaurant and that was one of the worst restaurant experiences of my life. Because there are these little ladies just walking around with food and putting little shit putting shit on the table. And we were just expected to eat it. I have literally no idea what it was. I th- I'm sure there was some balls and eyeballs and tongue. Like, I, don't, I don't even know what I was eating. And so the weirdest thing I've ever eaten is what I don't know. It was very, and then it's just like, I'm sorry. I I just, I I didn't know what it was. They just put it on the table. What do you mean? They don't speak English. It's okay. You're in this big ass, huge ballroom. It's these little ladies with carts and they have a bunch of, it was a dim sum restaurant in New York city. They have carts and on their carts, there's like 10 different plates and they literally come to your table and they put the plates on your table. And you're just expected to eat it. I have no idea what it was. None of them spoke English. So it was, it was Asian. It was dim sum, which is Asian. Okay. Yes, okay. dim sum. Dim sum. I don't that like that's supposed to get across to me. Everyone knows what dim sum is, except no, for you, clearly. <laughs> um, I I don't know what it is. I ate. It was weird. Okay, James Lewis was like, "Oh, I didn't eat any weird things in New Orleans, but the things I ate in New Orleans aren't weird to me. They're not weird to people in New They're Orleans. They're not weird to me, like." Yes, I've eaten alligator. Um, oh, you know what's actually not in New Orleans? In North Carolina, I ate um, pigeon. What? It was not good. <laughs> I mean, I've eaten squirrel. This, uh, pigeon's not a good bird. Neither is um, quail. I've eaten, qu- I've eaten quail and pigeon. Both in North Carolina. I've eaten emu. Okay, that's weird. What the fuck? <laughs> what did you eat emu? Um, it was only in jerky form, though. It wasn't like legit. But where? It wasn't like a in Alabama? Emu. No, <laughs> in in Syracuse there was some emu jerky. What the fuck? Yeah, mean, I've also I had can't... alligator. But see, um, to me, alligator's not weird. Yeah, alligator's like, like 
semi like it's on the cusp it's like, not weird but it, it. in new orleans that's not weird and yeah, like obviously i've had frog legs and stuff like that like yeah. that's not weird Frog legs that's not weird to i've done me. the actual like catch a frog eat a frog shoot a oh, squirrel i've never been frogging i want to go frogging so bad well that's pretty easy <laughs> not where we live now <laughs> i want i want no one's ever taken me frogging and i well, want to go <laughs> ryan said um, squirrel is where it's at dude no one likes squirrel. it's, <laughs> it's not good man not good. and i've i've eaten it multiple times which is a sad Ew, why sad Joseph, why <laughs> um because well one time i had it i think both times i may have fried it but it's just too tough but again why did you eat it more than once <laughs> I don't know. We used to uh, shoot things and eat things. That's wow. Kinda... Sounds so southern of you, New York boy. Yeah, I mean, it didn't... Just because you're from New York doesn't mean you don't have too much time on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean that, you know, it's not like you I'm from do the city. You don't ridiculous shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I live in a place called Fishkill. Okay. I mean, the standards That's aren't that high. That high, not at all. No. Okay. Ryan said, if I come to Kentucky, we can go frogging. I want to go so bad. You like, can, you can yes. do it anywhere, man. I've wanted to go for, like, years, and no one will ever take me. My only thing is, like, what are your options there? Frogs, you can eat, like, 20 frogs, or you can get, like, one chicken breast, and it's pretty much the same. It's not the same. same. No. It, it, they I mean, taste the same, okay, man. If, if, you're, pretty, trying convince, so, tender, if you're trying to like convince someone to, to eat frog legs, you tell them it tastes like chicken, but it's better. It's very it's mild, better. though. It is very If you grill them, mm, I've had fresh Ooh. grilled frog legs. So good. So good. Oh, everyone's trying to shit. William Schneider is trying to shit my frogging. Well, I've never been, so I don't know. I just want. I've never had the. You never at least caught a frog. I'm no. I've never had these. I'm not an outdoors person, which makes no sense of why I want to go frogging, but I want to. I've never had the experience. Have you ever caught your own crawfish? No, I grew up in the city. See, even I've done that. Grew up in the city. We used uh, to just look for things to eat. They have crawfish in New York? Yeah. Um, they have crawfish everywhere. I've never had the experience of eat of killing something I've caught. Like, true, like, hunter-gatherer. And I want that experience. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't want to do any of the uncomfortable things I will do it. it. Oh, but I will, I will just do it in the me way. Of like, if I go frogging, I'm going to have the gloves, you know, from my fingers to my elbows. I'm gonna have my big boot. Like I'm okay, gonna. Okay, yeah, com- that's not what you. We just you go. We came out from the water and would look onto the land and catch them that way. We would just swim and catch them. Okay, but either that. I'm just like in a bathing suit. Ryan's just like for he's it. ready. He's bringing spears and rifles. <laughs> spears? You need a spear for frogs? <laughs> I thought you, you just grab them in that your hand. Serious. I just grab them in your hand. I thought that's what frogging yeah, was. Yeah, that's what we always did. Oh no, I'm not that crazy. Like Dallas Rue on Facebook talking about going cap noodling, which is a new word I've never even heard of. Really? Noodling, where you just go grab catfish by hand. F. Yeah, that. that's just silly. Because <laughs> there's just... also snapping turtles. Yeah, wow. Tom, too, said the weirdest thing he's ever eaten is fried chicken buttholes. Well, Tom Whoa. is the guy who sent me, like, a Whoa. some giant, like, bug that Asian people eat. So I'm like, it looks, it looks like something between a horseshoe crab and, like, like a giant isopod. 
Yeah. yeah, and they split it open like it was crazy. William was asked like, if we've ever eaten snake. I've never eaten a snake. Um, I think I've eaten. Think? I think I've eaten jerky, like python. Maybe that's not. What's with you and jerky animals? They used to have a store <laughs> that had like a lot of weird jerky. Like they'd have elk, emu, alligator, snake, all this other stuff, and yeah. And I mean, like we've seen the rattled fried rattlesnake and stuff in Texas, but we never really. Oh, I can't type. But yes, uh, Ryan, grilled frog legs are so good. It's like grilled chicken. Come on, we said that. Okay, it's nine eighteen. <laughs> uh, we actually made it. I'm proud of us. I don't know if we talked about all the things you wanted to talk about because I had no plan coming into this. Uh, we talked about all the things I want to talk about. Wow. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> Sorry, that you have more coughs than me. Um, but guest, if people want to reach out to you where can they find you poorcitypythons.com poorcitypythons on instagram we have animals available at poorcitypythons.com uh, check us out next weekend this weekend not next weekend this weekend guys whoa it's, real. it's really coming i might have no voice for it are you gonna cry <laughs> gonna no cry. I, I just it's literally my voice at this point um and james yeah i know i've been talking to him i can't i can't she can't close the deal he can't james we can't close the deal with treacher or treacher or however you say he can't he's been talking to name any names but yeah you can't close the deal james it's like when people say yeah they'll do it but don't say yes and then you kind of ask them and then they're like yeah but they they give us a yeah commit to it they don't give us a date yeah and it's a whole rigmarole it's a whole ryan says the metcalf boys this is a, a theme for Ryan, apparently, these Metcalf boys. <laughs> I don't know who they are, but we'll have to look them up. I don't know what they work with. Sound uh, like boa breeders. I don't know. We're all I'm over the pr- place. I'm making shit up. We're now. all over the place. We're kind of <laughs> They're in probably this. not Outro. boa breeders Outro. Thank you guys for listening. Next week, we'll be on at the same time. <laughs> um, Maybe. We, yes, with the same Actually, uh, we will be having a guest, Avi. Not Avi. Uh, we will have a guest, and we'll oh, talk about breeders. We will talk about post our first show stuff a little bit, and then we'll have our guest. Yeah. Um, if you're in the Pennsylvania, I can't, I can't say Pennsylvania area. If in you're in the Philly Oaks, whatever is around Oaks. Oaks. No one knows Oaks. Mebbin. That's or... North Carolina. Shut up. Um, if you're in the Oaks area, come check us out. Say hi. Um. Your name's Wyland, or is it Wieland? Wyland? I don't know. Like, Wyland, like Scott Crabtree. Wyland Crabtree. I would say Wayland, actually. I'd say Wyland. I would say Wayland Crabtree. Um, and come check us William out. William Schneider, would Just you recommend? Just say hi. Let us know. That's it, right? Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You're not typing right now, Joseph. Um, this podcast will be available on downloads, obviously, if you're listening to this later or you're hearing it on downloads. All of our podcasts are available on anywhere you download, like iTunes, SoundCloud. If you made it this far, you probably know where to find us. You know listen. where to find us. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for sticking around with just us. And you your know, voice right now. And my voice right now. Thank you. And all the cracking and Brandon, coughing. Brandon, if you ask us to get Nick sneezing. Mutton on 
I'm going to ban time. you. No. Your admin, no, Brandon, no, keep saying banned. it because Joe won't. Actually, no. How about Joe you reach out? And keep messaging him. <laughs> it's true. Okay. Yeah, I just got to annoy people to the point where I don't, you know. He does it a lot. We've messaged Nick, but I think he needs to do it one more time. We need to be redundant. Fan forces. Goodbye, everyone. Yeah, you guys also annoy them on your end so that we can get proper, you know, we can hit them on all angles.